The We Love Hip Hop Podcast is proudly sponsored by the Borough Heads Glass Gallery, located at 600 Church Street in downtown Toronto. It's Toronto's premier contemporary functional glass art gallery and vaporizer shop, showcasing a huge selection of heady and scientific glasswork by Canadian and international artists. At the start, doesn't even say their names, doesn't put up no, no, no promo for them. Fuck all that. I ain't getting punked. I ain't getting punked, Lippy. What are you dealing with, though? You're going to make me get punked, Lippy, for real? <laughs> I don't be saying the nigga's name in the beginning. I was trying to pay attention to what the fuck you were saying, but you're, I was trying to run the tune. I be saying the nigga's name, then I say that nigga's name in the beginning of the last time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, big up my nigga Allen, you know what I'm saying? He knows who he is. Um, we back, man. We back. The world's most smoked out fucking podcast, We Love Hip Hop. I'm your host with the most toast, Friday Ricky Dread, aka Ganja Baby, aka Stash Cream, aka We got a lot of AKAs. And um to the left of me, we have It's me, SSC. <laughs> What's going on? Underscore PK. Kinda high right now, it's my birthday today, so I've been smoking big blunts all day. We were actually talking no, about that. No, no exception. We're going to be sparking this category when our guest gets here. <laughs> I turned to the left. Hurt like, like he lost his fucking puppy or something. Nigga, Yo. I'm fucking high. <laughs> oh, we got fucking Joey popping up. Blowy, blowy beer in the motherfucking building. Hey, guys. Yeah, yeah. Speak, nigga, come through, man. What's good? What's good? He's going to be shooting the shit. And, and we got fucking um, Johnny Jibs in the fucking building. Acting like he don't want to fucking be here. She's rolling up a big old. Yo, nigga, I came for my nigga's birthday, B. That's all I'm saying. Niggas are like my the guy we're interviewing's late. Let me let's interview you. What the nah, fuck? I'm nah, like, nah, nah, nah. second nah, best nah, nigga. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me, dog? Fuck all that. Nah, man. Nah, man. One thing with Jim. Yeah, man. You look over. One thing with Jim. Jim is gonna have his own. Stop dissing for me. This is look twenty-two. He's gonna say that because he's not black. You know what I'm saying? He's saying that because he's not black and he knows black don't crack, so you know. Black don't man. He's got to say 25, 35, but he knows he wanted to say 25. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Yes, and actually it was 20. But the thing hey, is with Jibs, I'm leaving this weed for after. That's uh, butterscotch. No, I want to roll this other one. And, and the thing is with Jibs, too. Yeah. You see what he did? What's that now? The thing is with Jibs, just be here, right? He be here on the episodes, you know what I'm saying? But we're going to have an exclusive fucking Beast Mode episode. Of course we are, man. Yeah, as soon as his KOTV shit officially drops. My battle did drop, oh, actually. Drop yes, yeah, go check out my battle. Go Pir- check out his battle. Fire. GZ battles. Make sure you subscribe to. Um, Rate, comment, do all that yeah, All that shit. good shit, you, you know? know what but uh, what's it called? Uh, yeah, Pyrex versus Chris Kane. K-R-I-S-S-C-A-I-N. Some other, some other clown out there was trying to, you know, be like, yo, that's my rap name, but you're trash, dog. So, you know. What, what are you talking about? There's another Chris Kane out there? Yeah, but you, you don't even watch his videos. It's not worth your time. <laughs> Honey, go, go watch them. What? Hot take? I can't battle. Like, you know what the guy said? I'm going to check you and then try to add me on Facebook. How are you going to check me on Facebook? Oh, the man was like, yo, I'm going to check his Facebook and see if he's thorough. 
dog. Are you kidding? Stupid, bro. We are living in an age of internet thugging, dog. Yeah, but that's pure clown shit, bro. I can't Yo, battle the internet fuck niggas up worse than the eight crack fuck niggas up in the eighties. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Don't, don't. Yo, listen. Everybody's balling, stun. Not everybody's rich. Come on. And I was at that battle right there, you know, front and uh, I would have been there, but I was at the stag that night. Wedding, awesome. wedding, wedding, wedding. Okay, so I, I have some comments on the battle. Now, you were in the battle, so I don't know what your perspective on it is, but when I was watching that shit, I feel like Homie might have been prepared, but after he heard you, he kind of he kind of lost his steam. You know what I'm saying? Because you came in furious. Dude. Well, I don't know. I don't see a lot of battle rappers coming with as much people as like I did, mm. or like as like one of the Beast Mode kids will. Because like when you put a GZ, a Beast Mode kid on a King of the Dot stage, yeah. every kid, every kid that's part of Beast Mode or ever has been part of Beast Mode, pretty much shows up. True. And there's like fucking about 80 of us to 100 of us. And then when my friends came out and supported too, it was just the building was rammed with people to the point I was like telling my own friends be quiet and shit, you know? So now I don't want to go into a whole interview type of thing, but just for this battle itself, how did you prepare for this nigga? Because I was there when you were preparing, but like for the people who don't know, you know what I'm saying? And when they go and see the battle, and because like it was like he had the first round. Like, where he didn't win the first round, but at least he came out with his bars. His second, the second round was his best round. It was it the second round where he choked or the first one? He choked in all rounds, but... He wasn't ready for the fire that Weezy was spitting. He thought Weezy was a subpar MC. Didn't realize he was dealing with a beast. Mm. And he got fucking... You know, he slept on Weezy's, on Weezy's uh, lyrical lyrical game ability. And yeah. He didn't have much to watch, though. He, but still, Given it, doesn't, that. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You shouldn't sleep on anybody. You know what I'm saying? And he slept on Weezy and thought, oh yeah, I'm gonna come here, this the man who has his own league, who's battling another league to show these niggas how to battle properly. You know what I'm saying? Write bars, do schemes. Well, the thing is also, I was saying to myself, like, this nigga has to know how to fucking battle. You're present for, there's one thing a battle rapper, he's only present for his own battles and whatever he might have stayed for for the night. But, but when you run a league, like, you're always there exactly, on every battle. Exactly, you see everything. How the fuck can you not know how to battle then? You know what's funny is I didn't until I walked on the stage and then I just, something just came, snapped into me. Before I was, soon, actually, as soon as I walked up to the event, I heard people whispering, yo, he's here, he's here. <laughs> when I heard that, I was like, yo, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to slap everybody's hand. No smiling things today. And just go handle my business. And I went and I, that's what I did. I, I was really chit-chatting with anybody. I was just in my own little zone. And then when I went up there, I, I hadn't even practiced loud. Because I have a brand new baby and shit, you know? So, mm-hmm. Serena, I love you. All my, my, all my heart. Yeah, congratulations. But, you know, I, I have a brand new baby, so I couldn't even practice loud. So, when I was up there and screaming and shit, that was the first time I had done that. So, and one thing also I got to comment. You, because you're also new to battling, like, on a stage, like... You didn't all have all the breath control. All the bars came out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But <clears throat> there was a few times where you lost your breath. But you, you were like so fucking amp. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I wasn't. I, like I said, I didn't practice with any volume, right? So yeah, like, I yeah. had no idea what I was gonna do. But yeah, okay. shout out to Pyrex too. He did his. Yeah. You know, he did his thing. You know what I mean? He cool um, nigga, man. He cool nigga. Yeah, and he didn't the fucking handle her. He's from Chicago. Okay. Shout out to all them boys in Chicago. I, I wish, you know, I pray for all of you guys out there. Real shit. Real shit's fucked up out there for you guys. 
Yeah. They're keeping you trapped. They're keeping your minds trapped. Hey, dipping, eh, Friday? Yeah, hey, But yo, the last thing I gotta say, yo. New product. No, that's next week. That's next week. <laughs> that's next week. We got new things to that's talk about next week. Next week. That's business. Next week. Yeah. That's next week. Yeah, I'm cracking Big business. Yeah, right there we got um so let's just so, talk about Okay, what we so have in that bag with the green top and the purple line and the blue line there, if it's a little scraggly looking, like leaf still on it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that would be the sour diesel grown by Toronto Organic. Sour and if it's diesel. not the sour diesel grown by Toronto Organic, it's the other stream grown by Toronto Organics, which we've been smoking, which is extremely potent fire. It's Star Killer number five and number eight. Star Killer number five and number eight. Yeah, they're both in the same bag, so you can't really tell them apart, but when you smoke them, you know. It's absolute fire. And what is right now? That's uh, that's what I was talking about. That either could be the Sour Diesel or the Star Killer five and number eight. Let me see that bag and I'll tell you. Really, you and know, what else is in there? It's from my boy Johnny Gibbs over here. Hooked me up for my birthday with little bugs. You know what I'm saying? Some uh, hand trim bubba and some tuna. Oof. Jesus so, yeah. Christ. Yeah, this is the Star Killer. This is the Star Killer. I'm pretty sure that's the hand trimmed uh, bubba. Is that what it's called? The, the bubba. I have to see the bud. Is it the thick bud? Yeah. yeah. The big ones? Yeah, yeah. Hand trim. This is the hand trim. This is that's the, the hand trim. And then the next one is the tuna. It's a tuna. A tuna. They all tump. So it's a tump. It's a tump thing. It's a tump downtown thing. It's a purple white lightning. And all he's rolling up purple, purple white lightning over there. He's Jesus got some butterscotch. Yo. And then in the can of garbage, we Let's have. Bring uh, up the can of garbage. Let me see what this looks like. Before we're not gonna smoke the can of garbage now. Not yet. We'll wait for our guests to show up because he just got back in the in town and he's been waiting to smoke one of these. So we'll bless him. And we gotta talk about his half blunt rollings. On your birthday. Not my birthday too, but we smoke them every day. We're, we're having an extra long what we smoking on session. I smoke a thing. <laughs> I mean build them, I mean met them. So, anytime. Anytime. <laughs> anytime smokers thing, in the building. A full thing this year. <laughs> For us, by us. You understand? <laughs> you understand? So, yo, t- so here you go. talk about the process, man. So the process, I'm not going to give away the game because like, how did you get the caramel in the caramel bar? They don't tell you the secrets. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't kill me, fuck. So, what it is, is five and a half grams of pink thunder fuck. Pink thunder bomba clot. A gram of Hindu shatter from, I think it was elite extracts, I can't remember. And then there's also a gram of Obama Kush shatter on this bad boy. Jesus Christ. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of it, we have the fan blades from Toronto Organics Farm. So it could be anywhere from sour banana, sherbet, humble pie, wounded warrior. I don't know what the fan blades come from. I just know that it's all organically grown. Nice here. Yeah, we have some distillate on here to seal the leaves up. So yeah, it's gonna burn slow. We're gonna see how long this bad boy burns once we spark it. That's why we brought the torch today. How much grams do you say? Cause I see are you on total on Instagram. weight. Total weight of this bad boy is eight grams, eight point seven. You know Jesus saying? Murphy. So yeah, I smoked one last night. I lit one at twelve oh one. If you follow my gram, you see I lit a backwards. Mm. Same idea, but it was uh, eight point five grams. Okay. Okay. Right. So I smoked that with me, my girlfriend. And then my brothers came check me today and we murdered the rest of that. 
So, so you say that what it's doing? Were you just finishing it now? Yeah, like this before I came here, like an hour before we touched. But I wasn't smoking it for the six hours, like you know, okay, I okay, okay. it in, lit it back. My boy, my other brothers from the Sports Boys Collective came through, and we smoked about you know five, six blunts plus that one, and yeah, we just had a cheerio afternoon. <laughs> and now we're about to continue the night with this category as soon as um, Norm gets here. Yeah, man. The things with the Canagars, man, is the shatter that really knocks you the fuck out. It's a different type of high. It's a different type of smoke. The way it burns is completely different. The Canagars is the fucking shatter that really fucking gets you. Camera, man. Get, get, get up, up close with the camera so they can see. Yo, you know what I want to talk about? What the fuck's with all these names? You must have mentioned like 30 different kinds of weed names. Obama, Okush. Obama Kush shatter is from a VP... Um, VP uh, extracts, VIP extracts. Sorry, but where are we getting all these fucking names from? I don't know the strange names. People are attracting from. You know, people just, <laughs> you know, people just wanna, you know, be different. You know what I'm saying? So everybody, you know, I can't tell you to speak on the actual lineage of the names and shit, but you can come up with a name, and you know, if you're growing a strain and you whatever, you know. So is it marketing or is it really? Are we getting better fucking weed? We're getting better weed, but it is also marketing in my. Like I smoked something called License to Chill the other day and the only reason I bought it is because it was called License to Chill. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and also, sorry not to cut you off. Mm -hmm. We also have some uh, live rosin Oy. from the sponsor. So what's going on now is our sponsor is doing another a session. So this sponsor we have and this rosin right here. It's just, um, just a mix of different Bronze that he had. We have that one there, and then we also have this one here. It's another mixture. Sorry, I keep putting it low. My bad. The thing is with live rosin from Toronto Organics. It's fucking fire. We'll be dabbing that tonight soon. And 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 what's the difference between the rosin, rosin and shatter and, and shatter and okay. butter? Well, rosin shatter, the PHO, the DHO, the SHO, the CO2. There's a bunch of different stuff, like different, like CO2 is a different type of thing they use. But when it comes to rosin, rosin is only heat and pressure. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the diamonds, you know, it takes heat and pressure, you know, and you, you get some very beautiful fucking material. The thing is with the shatter, I know the shatter is like more shatter, well, yeah, it has like glassy kind of pieces. Yeah, it has the butane in it, you know what I mean? Like the rosin gets like that too if you put it in like in the fridge and it's funny to say. But some of them are more stable than the other, right? Now people say that that's like that. that's supposed to be cleaner for us. It is right? because it's only pressure and heat. Right. There's no chemicals involved, there's no solvents. It's solventless. Yeah, but like your butane. Butane isn't that a chemical? So yeah, but that's in shatter, not in rosin. Mm. That's the difference. Are they even using butane in shatter still? Yeah, they still use they use shatter, they use fucking there's a thing called PHO, I think it's propane they use, and then there's one that's called fucking SHO. It's CO2 another two extraction. Yeah, the well. CO2. There's a bunch of different ex of different extraction methods. Clean, yeah, they're, they're, CO2 is clean. It's a cleaner way than butane or BHO. It's the cleanest. Yeah, well, rosin is actually the cleanest now. It's the rosin process. It's just heat and pressure. Oh, it's the, yeah, like the just, sand. Yeah, you it's can like, use a curling iron. You're well, no, straight, hair straight, hair straight. Hair straight. Yeah, for low tech. Yields. Where's that, man? Well, Shattered uh, rosins, it's uh, the yields are like 30, 20, 30s, you know, like 
15 depending on the quality of the product you put in mm. so yeah some people they people are like getting 30 percent yields you know and they're happy with that and while we're on this whole 420 culture thing you know you know the other day when we were well not the other day but the other day in black people time I Yo, guess. well toronto talk the other day could be fucking <laughs> yesterday or it could be last year on 420 basically so in toronto slang you have to understand when a man says yo i seen a man the other day or it was a minute you know i talked to a man in a minute i haven't talked to a man in a minute still yo that could be all years or that could be literally a minute you understand what i'm saying that's one thing about toronto you have to understand our slang is popped Yo, so <laughs> the other day, meaning on 420, um, April 20th. <laughs> Wait, but that's exactly what I'm talking about. Three months ago. The other day, and you bring up 420. Right? Perfect. Now, remember when we were over there at the fucking parade? Yes, at the Dundas Square. Um, I remember I was having an epiphany that day, yo. I'm all about this whole 420 life and us being able to smoke more freely and not being bothered by the boy them. However... One thing I noticed that was fucking disturbing was all the fucking throw up and all that shit on the fucking Yeah, because they got these little kids that can't handle their fucking... It's sad to say, you're fucking throwing up on weed, bro? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, I've seen tents. What's becoming of the 420 Dundas, like, smoke out? It's more of a fucking young person's event. Like, Mm. the older people, you're not seeing people there in suit and tie you know, Wall Street type of people blazing a joint to prove a, like that they're down with the movement. You know what I'm saying? They'll still get in trouble for that shit. Yeah, no, obviously, but that's what I'm saying. But it's more of a kid's, it's turning more to a, a kid's, even I have someone else I was talking the same, I was having this conversation with, and he found that like, he didn't want to advertise because he felt like it was just too kiddy. It's becoming a fad. Yeah, like it's a fad, exactly. It's like, more like they just want to be able to say, yeah, look, I can smoke in front of the police. The police look. are right there and yeah, I can yeah, just yeah. smoke. Soft. You know what I'm saying? But like, yo, real niggas been doing that shit for years. <laughs> smoking you in front of them. Smoking in front of them while they beat up one of our friends you know what and what shit. Like, <laughs> we have, uh, it's funny to say, amongst the spoiled smokers, we have a little story of one of our friends where the boy that rolled up on us in the trenches. Mm. And we're fucking chilling in the trenches and the boys, the, the, the bike feds roll up. As we like to call them, the yellow jackets, they rolled yellow up. Yellow jackets. You know what I'm saying? They rolled up on us. And they're like, yo, where's the weed, boys? And one of the smokers looked up and said, it's smoked. <laughs> yo, the cop was so pissed. He never liked that. He fucking kicked my boy down to the floor. Like, you know, like, who if we get down on the floor? And mind you, the guy he's doing this to is a white guy. Mm. So you have to know how mad he had to have been mm. for the sweep the youth's foot. And then when the guy tried to get up, he said, who told you to get up? Get back on the floor. Bro. You understand what I'm saying? Then he let go the two Chinese guys. Everybody before he let the white guy go because of the, the comment, smoked. You had to have been there to get the context of the smoke. Because, <laughs> yo, the, yo, the Fed was so cheesed. His face probably turned red. Yo, like, we yo, motherfucker. Yo, he was so cheesed. He didn't know what, where's the weed, boys? Smoked. Yo. No, but, like, imagine. There's places where weed is legal, right? Yeah. And man, Shout out to Smokers Collective. Yeah, man. Should have been here today. And man, them are getting hemmed up, or used to get hemmed up. Even, like, in the places where it's legal now... There's guys who were getting hand up back in the days, having to get big charge and all that. And yeah, they we're not related to Justin Trudeau, so you know we're not lucky. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm like, saying? Come the fuck on, man. I mean, like, but like, yeah, it bothered me though because I'm all about legalizing and everything like that, and like, fuck, you know, 
I don't want to fucking be bothered by the boy that I'm like, I've been stopped smoking weed. We've all been stopped fucking smoking weed. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was, let me see. One of the fucking times I've been stopped. I'm in Hamilton. I'm about to do a fucking show. Okay? Shout out to Hammer. <laughs> Shout out to Hammer, yo. I'm Dolo. So, I rolled up. I got a blunt. You know what I'm saying? Park your stuff. Dolo with a blunt. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, let me just go take a stroll. Roll, uh, smoke my blunt and then come back and do this fucking show and get the fuck out of the city, right? As soon as I spark the blunt and I look to my right, the guy's the guy sitting there in the car <laughs> looking at me <laughs> like, yo, like, Brody, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you don't see me sitting here? <laughs> you know what I mean? And I literally was like, oh shit, I dropped the blunt on the ground. Oh shit, sorry, officer. Oh shit. I'm <laughs> doing one of those, you know what I mean? I, I remember we went to a car show in Montreal one time uh. back in like 2005 or some shit. Going there because that's when my boy screws his pops and roll with the wagon, mm. beautiful Honda Accord wagon, slam dripping, beautiful paint, custom interior, air, air ride suspension, the whole nights. You understand what I'm saying? So we're in Montreal, this car show. So we ended up at this uh, club. I don't even know what club it was, but yo, we went in there Toronto fucking style. You know what I'm saying? Walking through the club, blunts burning, like we own the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But you look in the corner, all you see is the red eyes and white teeth. You know what I'm saying? The Haitian niggas, you know what I'm saying? Boobie day. Yeah, they're just there. They're not, they're not approaching us or nothing like that. You know, they're just holding their corner, doing their thing. But they, you can obviously tell they know we're not from from Montreal. You know what I'm saying? So we're there doing our thing. So then the bouncer, Montreal, man. The bouncer rolls on us. He's like, obviously you guys aren't from out here. We know this. Because you guys have Blue Jays caps on? Nah, this is before the Blue Jay thing was all, you know, hyped up. Every, it was just our, our whole style, our, just our dress code, without the Blue Jay fittings, you know what I'm saying? Just boasty. Boasty, chains hanging, you know what I'm saying? Young, fly, don't give a fuck, Torontonian niggas, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Old dog niggas. Uh-huh. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So basically, the man's like, yo, well, we know you guys ain't from here, so you know what? This smoking blunts walking around the club shit don't fly out here, you know what I'm saying? We'll let you guys do this shit tonight, but that ain't gonna fly tomorrow. You understand what I'm saying? Have a good night, guys. And bang. We had a blessed evening. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, you gotta watch it. That's the thing. The thing is, y'all, like, I was gonna say y'all Toronto niggas, but I'm, I'm a Toronto nigga too. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Toronto being here fucking 20, 20 years strong in this bitch. You know what I mean? Oh shit! Oh shit, we got the choir in this building! Oh. There's Filipinos that just walked into the place. I see. Sneak up, kids! Sneak <laughs> up, kids! Sneak up, building! Filipino standard time. We made it. We made it. We got a returning We got a returning guest. Oh god, no, I agree not last time. <laughs> How's it going, man? Yo, yo, yo. Yes, we got we got our guest showing up finally. I guess I guess it's here. Yeah, I need one of those stick up kids shirts, eh? I got you. Uh, so I have Sarge the, Larch. I have the black and black reflective, or I have I'll take black on black reflective, straight up. Or I have the blue with navy. Oh, blue, blue with navy also. Right? I'll take both. Big Normie, man. Thank you, man. Thank you, thank you. Yes, Big Norm in the building. We got the comedic, the chef. We're fucking hip hop head, fucking fashion model. Fucking hostess with the most this over here. Fucking smoke show, you know what I'm saying? Norm the smoke storm. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me give you one more. You're in the building. You don't gotta be on the show. You can still smoke with us. So for my fellow Gemini's birthdays at the end of the month. Yo, our guest is here. Um, so let me let me introduce our guest and and yo, John, you know. You can come short here. You can come in the conversation. Oh, 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 Barber. Yeah, oh my um, no, see. So shout out John the Barber. He's in the building. <laughs> oh my god, no, see? <laughs> but our guest is flashbacks from last time. Yes. Um let me give her yes, a proper introduction. Um he's 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 returned back into the mega city, aka the six. It was called the six before you left, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got jokes too. Come on, man. We all come. We all comedians. We all come. Oh, we all comedians here. Um, but yeah, my nigga has been around here running the jokes for a minute. And besides the jokes, like normally doing these special things, yo, where you go down to the spot. Not everybody knows where to go, but if you know where to go, you know where to go. Membership. Uh-huh. Has its privileges. That's all I'm going to say. And and you go and you get an array of all kind of dope food. However, all the food is infused with the cannabis. <laughs> you oh, know yeah. What I'm saying? oh yeah. So Norm is a man of many talents. Besides that, he, I've seen him doing a lot of different skit comedy and stuff like that. Stand up comedian. Yeah, you know I mean stand up comedian. Um, so with no further ado, we have. David motherfucking Norm in the building. Hey, applaud me, applaud me, praise me, praise me, love me. Studio audience, clap. Studio audience. Studio audience. The particle of sun has returned. So, um, from the from the mega layover. Before I get into the things I have to ask. <laughs> what were the shots of that motherfucker? Who's, who's that other podcast you were on the other day? Oh, shouts to um. Butternut Deluxe. You see how I approached you on that shit too, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Who, who was that motherfucker that you was talking to? Friday <laughs> ready to go roll over this no, podcast shit. Let me tell you, these guys, so shout out to Temba, aka Bulletproof Toast. Okay. Um, <laughs> on um, Doc. You know Doc, right? Mm-hmm. So Doc's girl's brother so happens to live in Taiwan. Okay. And. Shout, shout out Taiwan. Me. Shout out to Taiwan number one. Carl, DJ Cap One, was living there for a bit. Told me holla at this dude Temba. So I was only supposed to be there two days. Okay. I get there, I hit him up, and I'm just like, you know what? I lost my wallet. Mm. I left my wallet back in Canada. So I like, left yo. my wallet in El Segundo. Right? <laughs> so I hit him up, I'm like, yo, you think I can email transfer you some money? You still got your Canadian account? Right. And he's like, no, I don't got no Canadian account anymore. But I need to email somebody in Canada some money. I don't have my account no more, so maybe you could send them some money for me and I'll give you money in return. Okay. So that's where the that's where the relationship started. And then I did his podcast with him and his three other buddies. Right. And befriended all those guys and they ended up becoming my crew when I got when I found that I got stuck. Mm-hmm. Tampa ended up letting me stay there for two months in his place. Yeah, yeah. And nice. all those boys were just like, yo, yo, you're a new member of the fucking podcast, you come through, we'll jam. They just welcome me with open arms. Okay. This is smoking my first little one two one two out there in Taiwan. Oh, sick. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. No, because I was like, I'm listening to episode 55 or something like that yesterday. Mm-hmm. I was like, see, Friday is better than me because I don't even know what podcast this shit is. I'm, a, I'm an internet fucking stalker. <laughs> okay. I did need a new word for him because stalker don't cut it, bro. Listen, I'm like, did these niggas take a joke? This guy's guys? like the fucking, <laughs> the undertaker of the fucking inter- internet. Like, yo, you trying to find hide a dead 
dead body you can because Friday will find that shit on the internet. I, I found every different norm hairstyle that I could find on, ah, on ah, YouTube. Oh my god, bro. You were pulling up videos and I was like, damn, I haven't seen this shit in forever. <laughs> That's what I do. I'm like, fuck. This is what I'm talking about. Need this guy shit digs off. in the crates. He digs the internet like he's digging crates. The so, internet crates, for real. Yeah. Did they motherfucker take a jab at us? <laughs> Why? What they say? They're like, you know, other podcasts. You know, like cause they didn't even know you existed. Come on, bro. That's halfway across. Like, come on, don't, 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 don't do that to yourself. I'm just like, don't, don't, don't. I'm in my don't, house, like, don't, don't, don't try to pick imaginary. We were talking beef. about Joe Rogan. <laughs> don't try to pick imaginary beef. Stuff. I'm like, are we, are we that, are we that big that they hear about? Not us? yet, not no? yet, brother. No, not oh, yet, man. Soon, soon. Don't rush. I gave them a shout out though. Don't rush. No, no, no beef. No beef. No beef. <laughs> Shit. It's no, coming. they hit me up. In like, due who's, time. who's this guy that shot us out? In due time. You understand? Oh. Everything happens in due time. No, 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 no. No. Mad love to them. In fact, the same dude, Bulletproof Toast, crazy artist. Mm. He does this thing where he um he ate bits, um, classic hip hop covers. Okay. And then turns them into like Nintendo you know, like the front of a Nintendo, Nintendo cartridge. Yeah, yeah. Oh. He turned a he turned a basically a hip hop a classic album and take the artwork and 8-bit it and make it look like a Nintendo cartridge. Sick. Dope. That's dope. So, dope. so I have like the low-end theory with Tripod Quest. Um, he did the um, their, um, ODB's um, Broken Zoo Joint or like the one with the ID. Yeah, the mm-hmm. ID card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sick. All 8 pixels. Well, that's his welfare card, right? His, his uh, food stat or whatever welfare collection card. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, so that kind of brings me to the whole Taiwan thing too. Can we start with that? What happened out there, man? What? Why were you stuck? All right. Sorry, I got all this pizza in my mouth. I got munchies. Hey, um, munchies gonna kick in a little bit harder later. Um. Long story short, on my way to see my father in the Philippines. Uh-huh. My whole route. Hold on, hold on. Hold my on. route was Taiwan for two days because it was cheaper to fly to Taiwan and okay. then catch a connecting flight to the Philippines. So One I thought second, I was saving money. To cut you off, right? But before you were heading, where were you coming from? From you were coming mm. from the Cannabis Cup in Jamaica, no? Mm-hmm. Can't just skip that. All right, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't just skip that part. <laughs> Being this is the Smoked Up Podcast. So the uh, dispensary I worked with, we flew out to Jamaica for the Rastafarian Roots Festival. Oh, sorry, my bad. Which was a Cannabis Cup event. Okay, all right, cool. Um. So, you know, we got the treatment, smoking everything, smoking copious amounts of weed. Mm-hmm. And then, after a week, come home. But uh, when, I was, when I came home, I had basically around four hours to repack, get back on this flight, head out to Asia. Okay. I swear I checked every fucking pocket, every single crevice, at least I thought. But guess which one I forgot to check? Fifth pocket. This guy. The this little, little guy. The little the fifth, one. fifth, right? The fifth. The token pocket. The change pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a little plastic bag corner corner rip, you know? The rip Ooh. piece. About how much you think was it? Was it 0. 0.13. Oh, he knows the weight. That's oh, he knows good. the weight. <laughs> with lint. Ah, with lint. Okay, so continue. Bonus. So... They lo- United, of course, lost my motherfucking suitcase. Nice. So when they told me to come pick it up, I guess it was sitting in the dog smelt it. So we smelled some 
substance in my bag, which to me was like, ah, oh, you're just smelling remnants of Jamaica, mm-hmm. right? I was wrong. They found the, they had the pants on the top of the my bag. They're like empty those contents, crumbs. I start freaking out like, oh my god, oh my god, over this, over this. Like you guys don't know what I work with. I cook with this shit. I'm a patient. I work in a dispensary. This is my life. 17 years. I've been doing this. Right. And they started to feel for me because they, they realized, okay, no, this guy, you know, this is this guy's life. And this ain't nothing. Right. So I'm just kind of like head down, sad, and I'm just like, hold up. Thank you. Thank you to every single one of you. Thank you. You saved my life. And they're like, what? I'm like, I was on my way to the Philippines yeah. for the president's fucking killing people for for the smallest amounts of weed. Really? Oh, so yeah, like, if they, find, if they would have found, if they would found that in, uh, on my on my body, like in the, when I was on the way, on my way to the Philippines, instant death, execution, uh, extortion, extortion, or jail in one of the craziest jails in the world. No shit. Yeah. Yo, that Filipino president's on some bullshit right now, bro. He, he told Obama to go fuck himself. He called him a putana and now he's a, he called him a bitch in Philippines, basically got national okay. television. Okay. Yo, the man, yo, the man, yo, the man, so the Filipino viral. Like, oh, they're, they're taking no shit. Yo. It's like your police is fucking with, you know, with these black people, I'll come there and kill you myself, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm talking about, yo, when I heard that one, I was like, this guy just told Obama some man. shit. That's how the man's chatting over there. Yo, bro, the man's Reckless. on one, bro. Yo, so, he's on one, bro. Didn't he make martial law or something like that recently? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so bro. You're at the yeah, airport. Right, I'm not plating. They, they say, okay, you can't go any further going towards the Philippines. Yeah. I was on my way. I was leaving Taiwan. Ready to fly out to the Philippines. Okay, so you were in Taiwan and you had the fucking thing with you. It was in my suitcase. It didn't even leave the airport. Oh. It was in my pants in the suitcase. Right. So. Check um, your fifth pocket, people. Straight up, check your fifth pocket. So, after I get hit, they take me to the station. Mm. They um, and at this point, they're all like cool with me because. I was giving them like this mini impromptu marijuana, um, I guess lecture. Right. This this workshop because I saw the diagrams. I'm like, you guys know what this is? You guys know about dabs and rigs and, and vape pens and you guys know what shatter is? You guys know you know? Mm. And they're like, oh, what, what is that? And I just basically broke all this shit down to them. Right. And they're like, wow, you really know your shit. We feel bad that you're going through this, but well, you know, we'll get we'll get through this. Um, so we get to, they bring me to the police station, throw me in the holding cell, and I'm the only guy in there. They let me in with my shoes, mm. all my clothes. They even wow. let me keep my phone. Be wow. there's like no video, like no videos, no 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 videos, and don't don't record anything because we're gonna look through your phone to see if you record anything. I'm like cool yeah. cool cool. So I'm like sick. I can listen to music. I can jam. And they're like oh. You want the Wi-Fi? I'm like, Wi-Fi in the bin? Yes! They gave you the Wi-Fi code, fam? They gave me the Wi-Fi in the, in the bin, bro. So, wow. So I'm sitting there, and it's, you know, it's, it's the cold, cold, cold cell. Right. I got my sweater, my jacket, my fucking pants, my shoes with shoelaces, everything. Right. And then, I guess, I, I, was it dirty? I went in early. Yeah, it was pretty dirty. It was pretty dirty. Um... I get there, uh, I guess I'm lying down on the one bench, kind of like, just, you know, on my on my sweater, on my phone, 
And then they, they start mm-hmm. rounding in all of the other inmates. Mm. And everybody's in like these shorts, cut-off shirts, slippers, all walking and all cold and like looking hungry and shit. I'm just lying down there like this on my phone like, fucking Pablo Escobar this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say nothing. Everyone's looking at me like, who is this guy? And I'm just like, yeah. I have, I have the power. Perception is deception. I'm the fucking boss. What kind of, what other kind of person can have his fucking phone inside a jail? Fucking Pablo Escobar. So that's me. <laughs> so, so everyone starts hand, so they start handing out food to everybody, right? Mm. Start giving all these like buns, all these steamed bao buns and shit. And they start, they're like Henry, because they couldn't pronounce my first name for some reason. Like Henry, Henry, you so come, come. You That's my middle name, okay, Henry. Okay, okay. So they're like Henry, Henry. I go up to them. They're like, come, come, come. They pull me out of the cell, mm. and like, you eat. And I basically ate food with staff. And I'm just like, they gave me all this different food, like some fried chicken, rice, <laughs> sliced sausage, tofu, some, some. Not the impression you were thinking of, Jim. All the rap songs could not have prepared me for this. Jesus but that's a Taiwan joke. Yeah, like, this is like... These guys are trying to make friends with them so you can send money later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll wait till this is done, then I'll like this bad boy. No, it's fu- what's funny too is like... So after, after like, I had my cell phone in hand. Mm. And I'm recording while I'm like... Doing fingerprints talking like whole time but are they gonna check your shit huh but this is after they pulled me up up jail oh okay. so it was the stuff in jail right? yeah, yeah, yeah. so I'm doing all this so they bring me to immigration <clears throat> um, the immigration detention center where they hold all all the um, inmates not from Canada mm-hmm. or not from Taiwan and uh basically they had a room for me they basically had a room that they were setting up for me for mm-hmm. a cell, and there was a there was two other inmates that was beside me. There two other criminals that were being processed. I guess one of the guards took one of the other inmates, put him in the cell that I was supposed to go in, fully like registered him, got him signed up to that cell, right. only to realize <coughs> that that cell was for me, and it so happened to be the last cell. In the whole detention center. Wow. So they're just like, do you have somebody you think you could stay with until your trial date? And I'm just like, what? Free bail? Scene? Okay. Without court, without a judge? Send up. Send up. That's a form nine in Canada. I got lucky, B. You got form nine, people. They let me go. No no, No bail fee. And I was pretty much just on a travel ban. They're just like, all right, don't leave the country. So make sure you show up to your court date when we give you your court date. So they didn't even give you a court date. They didn't give me nothing. They just let me go. They gave me a a date to appear. I went to that date to appear. They're like, okay, we need to. We we don't have your um your piss test results. So until we get that, we we can't convene. You know, we'll we'll have to reconvene. Yeah, yeah. Went back when they said they had the test results ready, and then the prosecutor wasn't ready. Uh, So I had to go wait again. And this was in the midst of Christmas. New Year's, Chinese New Year's, yeah. the Lantern Festival, Dragon Boat Festival. Yeah, so like my shit just kept on getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed Yo, back. How long were you out back. there for long story short? Six and a half months. 
Holy for shit. how long was it the, the layover supposed to be? <laughs> Two days. Two okay. days turned into six and a half months, people. Okay. Check so. your fifth pocket. And I'm not talking about the one between your legs. I'm talking about the fifth pocket in your jeans. Wow. I tried to leave too and they, they turned me around. I lost all the money on the ticket, like So okay. Now two day layover turns into six, six months. months. How do you survive for six months? Being warm. Being the fucking Scarborough survivor that I am, I have to get innovative. Ah. As I'd like to call ghetto-vative. 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 You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Hashtag ghetto-vative. You heard it here first, folks. You know, first, you know, my, uh, I'm, I'm sad to say it, but I was pretty much a nanny for this guy i was like yo man you just let me i'll cook i'm a chef i'll cook a one two meal a day let me let me live free rent finesse mm-hmm. i know his place was messy as shit <laughs> i'm not I'm like i'm not living in no place where it's messy as shit cleaned it up bitches he was bringing home was like oh my god i've never seen a place so clean and I'm just like, you need me around, bro. See, you need uh, me around. Uh, and he kept me, and even till this day, he hits me. I'm like, bro, it's not the same without you, man. Place got dirty. As soon as Norm left, that was it. Standards dropped. His pussy percentage went down. Yeah. <laughs> no, this guy was savage. He was. These guys were like, not only was he on Tinder, he was on OK Cupid, fucking. Uh, gr- Bumblebee. I don't know. There's just, there's so many different things they were on. Just yeah. like. Yeah, so what's the culture like out there? Yeah, it, well, I was, I was following your stories where you're out there. So I've seen your stories. Okay, wait. Food Chronicles. For, first off, the question was, how did I survive? Yes, so, yes. Yeah, let's finish that. So how did I survive? In the beginning, yeah. for the first two months, I had a place to stay. And I had enough money to, like, I planned enough money. I brought enough money to hold myself down for two months with the vacationing. But I was really supposed to be gone, like, five weeks. Mm-hmm. You're going to the Philippines. Yes, but I had six. I had you know about two months worth of funds, so that was the first two months. And then I also had some people, you know, throwing some money in my Taiwanese commissary. You know, it's just like yeah, no. Well, you know, know he has new 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 material for the for the comedy show. I can't wait to see him on stage next. So you know that held me down. Food is so cheap out there, Mm. like. You're spending two, three dollars a meal, big, big meals. You know what I mean? Um, night markets, cheap as fuck. Transportation, cheap. One dollar, dollar twenty-five. Oh wow! Transportation, really? Yeah. You know, on the train, subway, quick, fast, efficient, clean. You can't eat or drink on there. Like, you can, bro. Full reception on on your internet, FaceTiming underneath. You know, five levels down, just on the train, just full wow. reception. Like, they're on their shit, be Like, so between that, I found a small little comedy scene to keep to keep me sharp, you know, so that mm-hmm. the tool in the shed didn't dull Yeah, so I found some stand-up spots. Um, there was a weekly yeah, Monday, a bi-weekly Wednesday. Footage. Yeah, I headlined a few shows out there. That's blessed. You know? Well, I've seen, I seen on, on IG, I've seen some of the clips of you doing some comedy out there, no? Yeah, yeah. I was doing a joke about eating ass. Yeah, it's the eating ass joke. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll elaborate on that later. <laughs> so you made it back. How? Why? Why did he let you go? What, what happened? Okay. 
long story short, so after all the long waiting, they were basically hitting me with, they charged me with possession and trafficking. Mm -hmm. I'm like, guys, seriously, trafficking 0.13? And uh, yeah, so they threw that out. They just hit me with trafficking. Um, Possession, not trafficking. Possession, sorry. And then they were just like, yeah, so after, like, we're going to hit you with three months, um, two and a half, um, 75 days. But basically, there was this... So did you ever see the inside of a real jail? I did. I did. So I only did two days. One day, the first day I got there, one day before I left. Yeah, yeah. Um, But there was a get-out-of-jail fee. Where you could pay fee, not fee, free. fee. fee. <laughs> okay, so it's if it was a sentence under six months, you're mm-hmm. entitled to pay. Like you can pay at a rate of a thousand NT, which is new Taiwanese dollars. Okay, which is equivalent to roughly forty-five, fifty dollars Canadian. Okay, so do the math. Mm. It's just under four thousand to, to pay my to pay my way out of jail. Sick. So they they gave me the date. They said, "All right, you gotta turn yourself in this day or pay up." Money. Wow. Peace out. Like if you're gonna pay up, bring all your suitcases, bring everything, and get the fuck out of our country. Time to bounce, son. But it was sick because like after they like after they after the jail because I I went in early nine a.m. My flight was like eleven p.m. Okay. So I was there early for the whole whole day in the bin. I didn't even know if I was going to make my flight because they didn't tell me whether or not they were going to let me go. Mm. They actually charged me. They fined me for overstaying my visa. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You guys get <laughs> me. I can't leave. You guys won't let me leave. I tried to leave and you turned me around. I'm yeah, like, you detained me. Yeah, and they're like, no, no, no. I'm like, uh, nah, see. man. Wow. It Quick little last minute, last minute cash grab. So I almost missed my flight because of that. The lawyer had to pay for that for me. Wow. I had to pay him back. How much was that? That was like a basically twenty thousand NT, which is roughly around eighty bucks, ninety bucks. Yeah, about a hundred. Hundred bucks. Oh, yeah. Fuck! I'm glad you fucking made it back. You know what I'm saying? They they hit him with the last fuck you. Get out of my country, tax. Well, you've overstayed your visa. So you know what you should have said to them. So why didn't you deport me? Bro. So huh? I overstayed my visa. Why didn't you deport me? <laughs> You know, you know who I was. You know what's going on. I overstayed my visa. Deport me. Well, here's the funny thing. They don't pay for that. (laughs) They won't get the money. (laughs) They said, no, we'll let this guy pay for it, and then we'll hit him for staying over his visa. Oh, that's a that's a grimy steep. That's a oh, that's a that's a. Here's the really really funny thing about that whole situation. Like, (laughs) talking about survival, I ended up getting a job. As an English teacher, substitute English teacher. Oh man, if you haven't seen those ID stories, you missed out on some classic shit. So I'll, I'll, I'll make some stuff to put up. I'll put up. I'll put it up on my feed. You need a compilation, yeah, man. Yeah, that yeah. shit was hilarious. Well, how did you get a job being a teacher? So my room, my homie that let me stay for two months was leaving on vacation for a week. Asked me to cover him for a week. Mm. So I covered him for a week. He just lied and told them, oh, he, you know, he's this guy's a teacher. He's good. He's got his paperwork. They didn't do a background check. <laughs> Killed the first week. And next it was like, yo, I'm leaving for two weeks. Can you cover for me? I'm like, I got you. Finessing one so, on one. Mm, I did three weeks straight. And after doing three weeks straight, killing the job, this next dude, there was a ne- there's like this this website or this group on Facebook, Taiwan English Substitute Teachers. Uh-huh. 
somebody posted, uh, this dude posted, you know, looking for, you know, substitute teacher. I saw his profile <laughs> picture was him, um, Raekwon, and Ghost. So I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, this, me and this guy, we're cool already. So I'm like, hello, instead of like, greetings, sir. My name is so-and-so. I, I, I would like to inquire about the position, you know, whatever. I'm just like, peace to the God. Where my name is Big Norm, Alcazar. Straight out, you know, straight out the six. Teeth out, represent where the God sent. You know, just typing in. <laughs> this guy with all the talks. You know? And then okay. it turns out, he's just like, He's like, yo, man, yeah, sure. If you if you need if you need the hours, if you need the time, I can hook you up. He's like, but yo, I met you before. I'm like, what the fuck, you really met me? It's like, yeah, uh, I, I met you at this bar. That this lawyer. So speaking of odd jobs, mm. okay. So I meet this guy at the at this bar. I didn't realize. Next thing you know, I'm substitute uh, substitute teaching for him for a month. Right. Anyways, at the same bar I met him at. The owner of this bar, this Jewish dude from Wisconsin, this lawyer that also owned a Mexican restaurant, was paying me to write slogans, memes, and like food puns for his Mexican restaurant. Wow. So he just made me write like a whole list of like 50 different puns and like memes and shit, and then he would just pick and choose, you know, shit like, you know, know, a picture of fucking Steve Harvey. Drink, holding a, a fucking beer on Family Feud, and it just says "Survey says," <laughs> you know, <laughs> fucking DMX with a taco, and it's, you know, it's just tacos cheap, motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh man, Yo, so shit like that. And I got paid. That was another way, side hustle I got paid for. I That's had, out, out over there. Yeah, out in Taiwan. Wow. I was headlining some, I headlined a few comedy shows, got paid off that. But here's the craziest one. Mm. So homies, tings, mothers, godson. Let me remember that. A homie, my homies, ting, tings, his mother, her mother's godson. godson. Okay. Is this eye doctor in Taiwan? Who so happens to be this literature guru, poet, songwriter, award winning, acclaimed dude in Taiwan? Uh, and he's a gay activist and homoerotic painter. Wow. That's a. This job guy. Title. So this guy <laughs> compelled about, you know, from the story. That, I guess the mother told him right, right. was compelled to just help after hearing and was like I would like to pay for all of your legal fees wow let me help you find a lawyer this this and that I'm just like damn fucking cause thank they're you. generous on, they're really nice and thank fun. you yeah 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 and he's like I know I know you're not working out here so like I wanna give you some money maybe like you could tutor me I'm going to the Philippines for this literature uh, conference I was waiting for this <laughs> And he's like, I'm going to the Philippines for this literature conference, and like, I have, maybe you could help me. I know you're a comedian. You could help me with my, you know, with my stage presence. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can help me write some jokes. Ah. Uh, mainly, like, he's like, I, I have problems understanding Filipino English. Their accent is so thick. I have problems. So I'm like, all right, first half of the, you know, session, I'll talk in regular English accent. Mm. Second half, I'm fucking talking in only Filipino accent. Right. So I'm like, 
okay, so so I'll be talking like this the whole time. Like, so so how was your day? How's everything? Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> and I'll be like, okay, Filipino time. So okay, so tell me more about the the arts that 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 you are into, and, and tell me about every single uh, art form that. <laughs> That, that you are inspired by, okay? And just like, and and I'd switch it up, and I'd be like, okay, now this is the like the deep uncle Filipino, like, okay, so tell me that, uh, what is it that uh, that you like about, you know, literature and things lo- to that, to that, to that, to 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 to, 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 to that extent, you know, just fuck it up, you know? So like, what, what what are you saying? I'm like, okay, good thing you asked. Now you know. So I basically that did that for fifteen sessions. Mm. So I got paid out there. Luckily, nice. I survived nice. by by finding six months. You know, six fucking months. So basically, in a nutshell, I went to I basically went to Taiwan, got arrested and charged for trafficking and possession of marijuana, then became a teacher. Well, I'm sure. Like, I didn't, I didn't, like, I, like, I, I say it a lot now, like, I didn't even need a degree. All I needed was a criminal record. <laughs> and I was able to teach him. You flipped a negative Taiwan. into a positive. Mm. You know what That's the only way, man. Finesse. There's no way I was going to be in Taiwan fucking moping in another country. Like, yes, maybe if I was street. in jail, like, I was a real fucker, fine, yeah. I'd be like, fuck. Well, if you had to sit inside, out, then yeah. it's a bitch. But, like, if you're outside, like I said, I'm on country arrest. A full stories... It wouldn't seem like he was in jail. No. Okay. Like, Everyone thought I was jail. Like, like, yo, like if you were like yo, this man's playing midnight basketball. <laughs> okay, like mid- midnight market, like the food, like hey. yo. I created a new persona out there called the Glutton God. There you go. Because all I was doing was eating that yeah, the yeah, oddest, yeah. ungodly. Yet God gotten godly hours. No, the food looked crazy a lot. There. Like you could have started, you should start a food show. Um, huh. Not even you could have, you should start a food show. But now that you're back and and and, and we're, 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 we're all here, um, I I got, I got a food show. <laughs> Don't worry about me. <laughs> I got a food show already. It's called Food Lovers. Check my YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash/drakebrack. However. Norm is oh back on Canadian gosh. soil. It's fucking, fucking Big Herc's birthday. Yes. Happy birthday, yo! Hold on, hold on. Yeah, brother, brother. Happy birthday, man. I got some, I brought so, some yeah. treats. Oh, shit. Because I got some comedy questions, but I, I, I want to, let's get into this birthday fucking madness here. And then, and then now, then I'm going to start fucking picking your brain. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You like got that can of garden, nigga. Let's, let's get it popping. Ooh. Woo! Let's after the break. You get first dibs on whichever one you want. That's going to take fucking All right, then birthday boy. You know what I'm saying? Here, Fry, you do the honors. Go ahead. So, okay, I brought you guys some, some Big Norm's gourmet cookies, the goodies. Let's go through these cookies right here. These are the bass. This is pretty much like the Baskin Robbins of, of, of cookie flavors. Alright. Got 28 flavors. So and counting, <laughs> but you know the ounce of flavors, what I like to call it. The ounce of flavors. What's the different flavors you got over here? Now, let's go through a, a quick explanation for our, our YouTube audience. Well, I didn't bring. I, I only uh, no a small this. amount uh, today. Uh, we got the. The, you show them for the for the cameras. You explain. We got the s'mores right here. Mm. The chocolate roasted marshmallow graham cracker. Yeah. Ooh. On the classic. Yeah. Game. We got the 
Hershey's Cookies and Cream. Schmidow. This one is one of my fave. We got the uh, black and white sesame seeds. Snap. Sesame snap and seeds. Sesame seeds. Snap. Goodness. Whatever it's called. We got the uh, Reese's Pieces peanut butter trail mix. Goodness. With some pretzels, peanuts, Reese's Reese's Pieces, Reese's peanut butter cups. Not peanut friendly. Double chocolate and fucking M and M's. Jeez, good to go, man. And well, that's I'll be just taking that one. Thank mm. you very much. <laughs> What's that one on the end over it's here? There's only five, five different it's flavors. It's not. No, this, this one. It's the same one as this yeah, one. Yeah, same one. I'm fucking with this right here. This should okay, look okay. fucking scrumptious. Know yes, thank you, brother. And, 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 and I'm, I'm peanut fucking friendly. Positive. Yeah, man, I, I, this I, is made from the uh, the keef. Oh, that, the uh, larf. Hey, yeah, yeah. yeah. Call it the larf. The larf. My live audience gets something. That's good. That's good. Look at that. Bomba cut. Our last show we had cookies. Uh, no, yeah, the last show we had cookies. Made with the cannabis oil that you made, the butter you made for me previously, and then before that we also had the brownies when Neto was here. Chill. Mm. We made a tray of brownies that I used the coconut oil that you also made for me. And I greened out. Oh yes, the barber, <laughs> the barber was here, like this. Yo. That's son. <laughs> just fucking froze. The man just, he went on mute. You know those guys? Yeah. Just mute. Half of the show. Mm. I was on mute. Trying to pass the blunt. No, 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 no. I felt bad for John. Yo, that's, you know, our smoke, our smoke game stepped up since we got the sponsor because, you know, the sponsor be giving us some fire fire. What kind of fire is on, on board right now? Oh, we have the Star Killer. Number five and number eight, and we have the also uh, sour diesel. Just hold it. Don't don't inhale it yet, Friday. Just torch it first. Yeah, burn it first, and then you know get a cherry going, and then inhale that bitch. So for the people who are like listening to the podcast rather than watching. You're hearing that fucking noise in the background? That's the torch. That's a, a torch, torch lighting up a tie stick. Canagar. We like to call them canagars. A canagar. We like to call so them canagar. We're good enough, right? You, you can puff on that bad boy. There you go. Puff on that puff, bad boy. Puff with that light. Oh, you should have used that puff flame. It. You should have used that flame. Jeez. There we go. We're cooking. Oh. So, yeah, that's uh, Pink Thunderfuck. Oh. <laughs> Pink Thunderfuck <laughs> from... From where you work. Oh. Um, That's funny you say that because. Hindu. Oh. Some Hindu uh, shatter and also some Obama shatters on that bad boy. Jesus Christ. And then we have some distillate also to, to seal the families. All right, top names no of weed names you've ever had. Top weed names. Right. Are you interviewing me? <laughs> yeah, I know, because I'm just, you know. Okay, so no, I just got to throw top it out. Top weed there. names. We were actually talking about this earlier. Yeah. License to ill. Or license to chill. Pink Thunderfuck is a, is, a, is a big name. I've heard Alaskan Thunderfuck. That's one of my favorite. Um, I've heard of Alaskan Thunderfuck, Pink Thunderfuck, Alaskan Bull Rider. Mm-hmm. Alaskan Bull Rider. Yeah, yeah. Um, Great God Green Crack. Great God Green Crack, yeah. Like the, 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 the whole name Triple GC, yeah. Triple uh, GC. Um, wow. Um, fuck. There's so many, like... Right now, my boy has the the humble pie. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Wounded warrior breath and all these other fucking yeah. I'm there's too many names to. to there's like, like you could. You I could saw this one strain called your mom. Yeah. 
<laughs> of course it's your mom. There has to be. Like, why are the names of these? Yo, yo, what, what you got? Yo, I got your mom, mom, dog. What time What kind of strain is that? Yo, it's your mom, bro. Yeah, it's about 1040 right now. All right, it's 1040. We lit the category. Why are we timing how long? Well, we want to see how long it burns amongst us. You mm. know, get that shit burning better, Friday. Like that well, shit. I'm to, I'm to get so why don't we try to get this shit pumping right here? Pause. Um, Torch that shit again. When did you start stand up? Five years ago. Six years this December. Okay, so like over here in the, in the T dot. Yep. It was. Uh, I don't know. You know, I was always. Hurt yourself. Oh yeah, watch that. Watch this. Flip it down. Flip the thing down. No, the switch at the bottom. Oh, yeah, oh there we go. Safety. It's a safety, bro. Okay, so yes, yeah, five, six years ago, you got on your first <coughs> stage show. No, somebody. I, I was. I was doing this like online web musical shooting as this like. <laughs> Just so happens to be this Filipino jail inmate named Hookups. Hookups. <laughs> and I was like the the jail drug dealer. Nice. So like me being in an Asian jail was like art imitating life almost, or like you know. It was like, destined to happen. Life imitating art mm. at this point. And maybe it was this preordained. So, but like there was this guy, this comic Ron Jossel, that was on that same show, and um, he he came up with Russell Peters and those guys. And people were like, yo, Norm is funny. And they're egging me to do fucking some stand-up. And Ron's like, yo, Norm, let me hear a joke. And I told him this, like, one bar joke that I always talk or tell at bars when I'm out partying. And he's like, oh, that's a great joke, man. I'm going to get you on Yuck Yucks. I'm like, oh, cool. You know? And when I hear that, it's like, okay, cool. And then he just gets on the phone. He just gets on his phone. He's like, all right, next Tuesday, you're up. I'm like, the fuck? Just like that? I, I guess I'm, I'm up. I went up. Got a good, a good reception. Got the bug. There's nothing. There's no. There's no other feeling than like making a crowd of people laugh. Mm. Than just having them at the palm of your hands. From you know, just okay. from like getting everybody to agree on I know something. This is a weird, you know what I mean? a weird question, but you say it's a good. Feeling. So what about the first time you bombed? Mm. I can't remember the first time I bombed, but I can remember the most, the first significant bomb. Okay, whichever, like, you know what I'm saying? I was at the DJ Star from Scratch Roast. Mm-hmm. Russell, I, see, I heard the story. Yeah, mm-hmm. Russell Peters is the host of the dais. Wow. You got a whole bunch of OGs, a bunch of older guys. You got Trix, Jay Martin, John Paul, uh, fucking... Just a bunch of older cats, right? Mm. So I'm the, the I'm the new, yeah field. in the comedy field. They got Cypher Sound. <laughs> they got all these older dudes, right? Mm. Then I'm the young guy, right? I'm the new buck, like, and everybody in the crowd, they're all older cats too, like you know, late thirties, early forties, you know, the older crowd. Right. So for me, I'm just like I gotta I got a lot to prove. You know what I mean? I gotta come out here and swing for the ropes. Anyways, mm. Russell sees the lineup. I'm supposed to middle. Then he's like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, Norm, you're going first. And I'm oh, just like, oh, uh, fuck. I'm like, okay, this is this is like typical, you know, comedy seniority. Yeah, you know, the stuff. seniors are like, all right, rookie. Nah, man. Tricks ain't going first. You're going first. Tricks, mm-hmm. you're going in the middle. So I think this was like, you know, maybe Russell's testing to see what kind of, 
No. Test what, your what, metal. What's, what's this guy work? Test your metal. So he throws me off first. And I start going in like, this is a roast. I'm not going to hold back. I'm going to say some shit. I'm like, Cardinal, you look like you made out, like, your lips look like you made out with a fucking hot curling iron. And, <laughs> you know, just, what did I say? I'm like, Arthur Simeon, I don't, when you smile at me, I don't know whether to smile back or finger your lips. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> you got these big pink lips, right? You know, this is the one, like, Trix's foot scandal issue, like, was oh. coming out. And so, like, I had all these foot puns, like, you know, yes. you, told, you always told me to rise to my feet and never, you know, never stand for defeat. Uh. You know, stay, you know, on my on my tippy toes and, you know, stay a foot ahead of the game. <laughs> like, oh, man. <laughs> and what, these jokes weren't, like, fucking hitting? People were just like, oh, oh, and I'm just like, guys, really? really? I and found then, it funny. <laughs> yeah, I find it funny. Well, we have, to, we know the, we know the context behind the jokes, right? also. But those jokes are funny now, jokes. Now watch this. Though. Now to their, you know, from, from my outside perspective, I'm like, okay, they don't know me. Mm. They don't care to like know me. This is a roast. Like, how the hell are you gonna? Who's this kid talking about? Um, yeah. My peers. Mm. You know. On top of that. Like, the first joke I did was, like, straight out the gate. I'm like, oh, Russell Peters, you know, I can't believe, you know, I've always wanted to perform with one of the greats. Right. And one day, I will perform with Dave Chappelle. Uh, 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 And I'm just like, oh, you know what, Russell, though? I just bought your book, Mm. one of the most, you know, amazing books. It's so important in my life. Because without it, I would have nothing to roll on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Makes for great filter tip too. That front cover, good paper, bro. Good, good card stock. I feel like they set you up, right? Now here's the here's the here's the fruit worst part. So they start laughing at certain points where I'm just like, why are they laughing at this? This is not funny. And then I turn ar- and like I didn't even turn around, but the whole time, like I saw the video after. These guys are just like mocking me, doing all this funny shit behind me oh, as I'm like what? standing on the dais, like they're pretending to fall asleep. Like one guy is like fanning, the next guy is like, shh, you know. Wow. And I was just like dicking around behind me, so like the laughing that was happening was not at me; it was what well, was at me. It was but at also not like, with at the, at the wow. antics going on behind me. So after all that, after all my jokes aren't hitting, this fucking one drunk piece of shit. That was like loud the whole night. Like a, yeah. Was like, comes out of nowhere and has the audacity to scream out, fucking, this is your conscience. Like, he hit me with the Jamie Foxx, this is your conscience. I'm like, no! You are not hitting me with this is your conscience. <laughs> Fuck no! 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 Enough! I was just like, alright, fucking overdrive, Norm, hit it home. Oh, I, was, I, almost got, I was ready to get shook, bro. I was like, no, I'm not. A, this is not happening. I can't believe this is wow happening in my career. I'm, I'm getting this is your conscience, my audience member. Like, so this is yeah, this in that same event. The motherfucker, besides the fact that these niggas is trying to fucking do whatever behind the scenes, you got a fucking heckler in the building on top of that. Yeah. Oh, that is a fucked up nightmare. Oh, so that was like the first most significant bomb that like burned me and made me feel like quitting. So when did, <coughs> how long did it take before you went back on stage afterwards? The next next day. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. You know I mean? Fucking killed, but it was still like 
You can't <laughs> hold him down, folks. No, like, but that's what, like, if you're a comedian for real, sometimes, you don't, not everybody's gonna find your shit funny. You go on to the next city, boom, you, you fucking... Those same jokes hit. You hit, you know? I found this shit funny, all them jokes hit right here in the room with me. Yeah, I was dying, I was laughing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I However, was I feel like you got set up in that situation because one, they put you first. You're a rookie. You're a rookie, so you're in a bad position because it's like, how are you supposed to roast this, this guy when people don't know or they're gonna look at you from that perspective right away? Like, hey, who is this fucking young guy and who the fuck does he think he is to be able to talk this type of shit? You know what I'm saying? They kind of did that with Pete Davidson though. Um, mm. Oh, sorry. When when he did uh, the Justin Ro- Bieber roast. Okay. And like they put him early. Mm. <coughs> and he already obviously he was like a new kid. And he killed. He did the joke about, you know, the 9-11 joke about his dad. Right. Yeah, and like, he did well. And I feel like that's where my position was. Mm. The only difference was <laughs> I didn't do as well as fucking Pete did. So. Mm. Now, there's one thing also when I'm online and I'm doing my research, right? <coughs> um, I found a lot of 15-second videos or 20-second videos and stuff like that. So then I would imagine that those were vines that were transferred over to YouTube. Am I right or wrong about that? Uh, for, what YouTube clips and shit? Yeah, <coughs> were like were they once vines? Were you ever on? Were like because my question I'm trying to get to is, you're a stand up, uh-huh. so you've had the opportunity to go here in front of a room. You got the fucking mic, and motherfuckers want to laugh. Yeah, but then you have these comedians now that they make clips either on IG or on fucking. They used to be the vine comedians used to call them. Yeah, do you think that that type of shit has killed the game? Or killing the game? It's weird, like... I think it's just a different type of comedy. Mm. It's like a new comedy that... Naturally comes with internet. Like, internet's changing everything. It changed the music game. Mm. It changed... You know, movies. It changed... Internet killed the industry. You know, it, 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 it affected so many industries. So it'd be, it'd be dumb to think that it wouldn't affect comedy neither, right? Do you think that a lot of those guys are able to do stand-up, though? No. Mm. And vice versa. Like, there's a lot of guys that can't do the... the like, there's comedians that, that kill <coughs> on stage, but they can't... They, they have no viral, you know, online presence. presence yeah, their social media game is whack. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Woo, that tie stick just punched me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, I'm still here. <laughs> so... Pink Thunder for him doing Obama. Video on demand. Yeah, you're... Uh, your, your marijuana levels are being challenged tonight. All right, all right. Six all months right. in Taiwan. It's the world's most smoked out podcast. Yeah, okay. Like all right. Um, Bar was looking like he's already. Video on trial? Yeah. How did that happen? I wasn't actually on video on trial. I never seen you on video on trial? That was Keith Pedro, different Filipino guy. <laughs> different Filipino. They don't all look alike, all right? What? Yeah. Different Yo. Filipino guy. Next, topic. I was on. I was on a different MTV show called Losing It, uh, where you talk about losing your virginity. Oh wow! Seen that? Wow! Well, something got past me. Holy! Yeah. He didn't yeah. dig deep enough. Oh. Uh, so, uh, what's it called? They all look alike. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> that was Keith Pedro. Shout out, Keith Pedro. Yeah, Yo. he was. Uh, he was on him and Tricks and a few other comedians were on video on trial. You know, and on Much sweet. Music, I was on the Much Music VJ search in 2006, the reality show. 
Okay. <laughs> but the thing is, the reason I feel like I might, might have clumped you in there is because I felt like all of the Toronto comedians were getting a shot on that show at one point. I wasn't even doing comedy at that point. Like, I was maybe yeah. like, no, well, I was like first, second year in comedy, mm. so I was still okay. new, right? Okay, okay, okay. okay. So I didn't have the chops yet for their team. Now, one thing I also wonder, because the whole comedy field, like, there's like different levels, right? What is the end goal of a comedian? The end goal? Yeah, like... Well, for me, would, like... Getting into comedy in the first place was came from just knowing that I could do it at any age, right? And travel travel is involved in it. Mm. So I'm like, I can take a break for five years and be like, I want to do comedy again, and just fucking pick up, pick up right where you left off. Because every year, every time you do a comedy special, dump all your best material in that special. You gotta fucking reset. Start right at the bottom, hitting mm. the hitting the open mics, testing new material, finding new shit, right? Mm. Mm. Like you you might have that illmatic, right? You work with writers. I don't really work with writers. I just work with like like John the Barber. Like we'll sit and chat and come up with some funny shit over a conversation. Like most of my jokes just come out of conversation. Really, I don't write. Like what are, what are your views on? Them? guys who like get at like guys like Kevin Hart and, uh, and different people like that for having ghost writers I don't knock it because there's gonna come a point where you might get drained like creatively mm-hmm. and you, you don't have much left because you're just like Kevin Hart pumping shit out every year like every just day, every in your face you know what I mean so like yeah there's gonna come a point he's gonna the that creative well is gonna dry out. So, if you got the money, fuck it, why not? And if there's people out there willing to sell their soul for a little bit of bucks, why not? Now, it's not me. I wouldn't do it. But who knows? What if it comes to a point where I do it? Well, it's kind of like right now. I would right? do it. Yeah. It's like people are shunned if they have a ghostwriter. You know what I'm saying? Because then that means, oh, you're not the purest of MC. You, you might have some hot bars, but you're not the fucking real thing because you don't write your own shit. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's looked at it in the same way in the comedy world because, for example, like Paul Mooney wrote jokes for fucking Richard Pryor at some point. But in that uh-huh. time, they were all writing for each other too, right? Yeah. But that's the thing. When you say writing, it's, it's really loose because like you can be in a room in a writing session and everybody's mm-hmm. talking. And let's say you bring up a funny premise... And I fucking find the most hilarious joke around that premise. Mm. Who wrote the joke? You know? Is it you? Is it me? Is it co-written? Like, mm-hmm. you can be like, well, you know what? Since you you brought up the, the idea of the premise, you know, I'll give you a writing credit. You, you co-wrote this, you know? And then they'll be like, oh, Hertz is writing for Big Norm. You know? Yeah. Like, are, are we? Or like, were we... You know what I mean? Yeah. Collaborating. It's, it's kind of like... The whole Drake situation, like, mm. did, did him and... And here's the funny part about that, because, like, they're like, oh, did him and Quentin Miller, like, that whole fucking verse with the Calabasa line in there, like, sounding exactly alike. Right. If you look back at a lot of Drake's tracks, even, like, there's a song on um, Drake's album, um... 
comeback season was Richie Sosa. Okay. Wow, we're going way back. Yeah. And they kind of like share a similar cadence in some of the songs. And like, and when I asked those back and then, like, who came up with it first? Mm. Right? Um, what was that song called? Easy to Please. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's this one line about we come from two different walks of life and whatever. They both share a line but in different parts of the verse. Mm. I was just like, who wrote it first? And it was just like, I don't know. We just kind of came up with it together. And I'm like, see, and that's something that like I know he was doing from all the way back then, from early. Right. So if he's, he's probably still doing it now, and people are going to look at it as, oh, this guy's fucking biting, or, or someone's writing for him. But like, you can just have a creative process with people that you know inspire you and like help you pull out your creative juices. So no, sometimes I don't. I don't, I don't as like a writer, it. as a rap writer, sometimes you hear the other guys flow and it inspires you to be like, okay, like boom, let me get my yeah. bars off now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So and if Kanye could do it with fucking who, uh, he does it with. He did it with Travis Scott, Big Sean, mm-hmm. um, Consequence, Rhyme Fest, Rhyme Fest. Like Sahad Prince. Sahad, you know what I mean? No, he has a list of people who write for him. Like his songs are stacked like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, now let's get to the next edible. This fucking Canagar, we call it. Rolled by me. We on that Fubu shit. (laughs) (laughs) That shit is crazy. My God, it's the fucking the Tumbox. Now let's get into this edible stuff. I just finished boxing out one of these cookies over here. Yeah, this double chocolate M&M joint is fire! Taste-wise. Yeah, amazing. Mind you, taste-wise, first and foremost, I I want taste to be the first thing. Okay. Tastes good. I like it. So (coughs) these ones you made yourself. (coughs) Now, what is your first experience with edibles? Like, besides just making them, like, eating them, period. Yo, puff, puff, inhale gets the best results. Say again. What's your first experience with eating edibles? Or just your first experience with edibles? Was it eating them or making them? Uh, both. Well, probably <coughs> making them first, then eating them. <coughs> but I used to make cookies all the time, as far as, as far back like, as I can remember. So nobody like was like, yo, hold one of these cookies, let me hold it. Like, you know, try this and let, let me know what you think. Like, you made the first edible that you ever ate. Yeah, okay. pretty much. So like, was it like, how long ago was this? Like, I, you're like advanced in edibles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm my oh, go-to man. guy, bro. Yeah. First edible I... guy to make butter, man. Uh, if I need someone to make me some butter, I'll call Norm if I can't get a hold of Norm. Mm. Then I'll, I, I'll, I'll reluctantly do it myself, but yeah, I want to get I want to get Norm because I know Norm's going to do it right for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I did it around the time I started chopping, so like late high school. <laughs> so like, because I just had so much shake and so much leftover shit. So yeah. just like... That's basically what you call cooking your crumbs. Chopping, you're chopping is break dancing. Right? So, like, because I know when the first time I ever tried it, and I'm no way a chef, I fucking chopped up the thing, and I didn't chop it up small enough. I tried to make the butter, and then it was just too much fucking weed. You didn't strain it. I didn't, and I ended up throwing up the fucking thing that I made, like the the, the cake that I made and shit. Like, I fucked up badly. So, like... (coughs) <coughs> I think you're talking about micro. What is it? Micro serving or micro dabbing the fucking micro dosing? Micro dosing. 
I want to microdose this. I was like, this nigga got all the terms and shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, microdose things where it's at just because, like, I don't like. It's so beautiful. I don't like uh, edibles to be the main focal point of the high. I want mm. it to be a co- complementary to the to the smoke, to the vaping, to whatever you're doing to get high. Right. Eating it should be to add to it. It should sustain the high to last longer, as opposed to get you even more and more and more fucked up. Mm. So I like to like I like the dose, and you know, once again, trial and error. In the beginning, I used to fuck people up, just like get them. Super high ingredient out when I used to do it at um, Loft 404. Okay. Like I had all these extra rooms and the chick that used to run the space was, you know, so concerned about the people that were just greening out and like couldn't get up, couldn't move. Mm. She's like, no, they could sleep here for the night. You know, <laughs> just don't worry, it's okay. Everybody's and they're just out. So then I had to like sl- pull back know, some slow it down. You know, yeah. pull back some weed, some ingredients, and <coughs> yeah. Not make it as strong. So then, that brings me, I guess, to my question, like, what makes a good edible? It all depends. Like, some people like alcohol if it tastes sweet. Some mm. people like alcohol if it's strong. Some people like alcohol if it's... Street. You know? Just uh, smoky and, yeah. you know? So it's, it's all what you want, but for yeah. me personally, I don't like piney weed. Like I don't, I don't like oof, marijuana food that tastes like marijuana. Mm-hmm. I don't want the taste of marijuana in my food. Yeah, I yeah. want the the medicinal effects. I want the psychoactive effects. I want all the medicinal properties to be felt after it's ingested. I don't want the fucking taste. I don't want that earthiness. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You don't like, want it to taste like you're fucking eating a plant. No, nah. eating a brownie. No. Nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's ways where you could incorporate that flavor, you know, in culinary arts. Like, if that's what you're trying to achieve, like using it like a fucking, like oregano or mm-hmm. something. Like, mm. if you really, really want that flavor within the food. But I personally just find it very unpleasant of a taste. I'm the same way. I don't want to taste it. It's I don't a very feel the effects. earthy. That's why. Just it's like chlorophylly taste, you know. <laughs> Well, it's a fucking plant in the end of the day, so if you're going to be cooking with it, or if you want that a plant taste in there, it should be like if you're trying to make an oregano or a basil type yeah. of fucking taste. Yeah. But other than that, if you're eating sweets, you don't want your sweets to taste like a fucking plant. What's yeah. your favorite <laughs> edible to make? Uh, my favorite edible, um, I would have to say, <coughs> either the Kush cornbread. Whoa. Cookies, I'm just just so easy. I just do them because they're easy. But um, for yourself, cook. you're gonna make something for yourself. Like hell yeah, I'm making oh, an edible I'm, for myself. Like yeah, this is for me. Well, I wouldn't make it like people. When you think edibles, you think of like one strong block of yeah. something with marijuana in it. You mm-hmm. know. But I like substitute cooking oil, canola oil olive oil, whatever, with some marijuana, coconut oil, fry up some fucking fried rice or something, mm. you know, make some pilau, and then instead of like browning the brown sugar with some regular coconut oil, as it calls for, you use the marijuana coconut oil, nice. and now you got yourself some fucking can of chicken pilau, mm. you know, ready, ready for carnival. 
Gonna have to get you to make me one of those. Bro. Sound very fucking good. Okay. Hell yeah, I'm like, and I want to make. I want some medicated Tyrones too. Bro, medic. I, you saw that. Medicated you saw that? You guys, this guy posted the Vice special when I was making medicated Tyrones. Yes, and uh, speaking about that Vice special, and you're cutting backwards in half and using your stock as a supporting agent. Oh, yes. we, we're gonna, we have to talk about that. It, it's not. It's not as in our high list of important topics to talk about. Okay. But it's a, something that was. A, it was pinned on the. He brought it up, so we're gonna talk about it. Why do you guys do that, man? Cutting bones in half. Yeah, man. All right. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. When I when you smoke as much as I do, I'm pretty sure you guys do smoke as much as. But everybody has their own style of smoking. Hmm. Instead of smoking one, like some people like to smoke one uap, maybe like five times a day. Hmm. It, right, that's a lot, right? But I'm I'm talking you guys, us, right? Five big ones. Right. I like to smoke 12, 15 times a day, so I have to smoke small. Otherwise, I'm gonna fucking just run my shit out. Mm. So I, I I do these halfers, plus like I always save pieces of blunts, and then I always piece them back together. <laughs> Jigsaw over you know? here. I'm that guy. Wow, man. You know, I'm a fucking. I've, I've gone to check Norm and Norm's. What are you doing? Just making a backwards. What, what did you <laughs> just made, say to me? I've made backwards. Yeah, I'm out making of, a yeah, backwards. Bro, I've made backwards out of backward guts. I know this. I know this. I That's fucking steamed like, up. What are you doing right now? I'm making a backwards, bro. You know I see it on his or table. I'm, He's got it all fucking like. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Really? Yeah. They used to call me Big Normagami, man. Fam, <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I, I'm not mad at it, but I'm <laughs> mad at it at the same time. I'm like, what are you doing to the backwood? But I get it. I'm like, if you're going to fucking really conserve, you know what I mean? Like, this shit is real. Like, you're not going to fucking... Like, I wish, I guess, I can fucking conserve a blunt. As soon as I start fucking... This guy's a butcher. He'll butcher properly. Yo, yo, a perfectly good blunt. This guy will butcher. Okay, hold on. How about this, though? How about this? Okay. Those nights, wintry cold nights, 4 a.m., you're tired. Mm. It's fucking cold outside. Most spots are closed. Maybe there's that one backwoods spot. Tasty market, 13 bucks. Okay. You do not want to fucking get the up and go. And you look to your left, and you see these small pieces of backwoods just chilling. You just look them, look at them inside one of the empty packets you have. Bro, put that shit together. You get your fuck. You're, you're right. <laughs> Yo, I've had, I've had that situation happen to me so many times. I just MacGyvered the shit out of those pieces. Sometimes you get a nice big piece. Jeez, you'll, find, right? you'll find a blunt. Wrinkled up in the blunt trash. I've had that happen to me. Where the blunt trash, I'm emptying out my guts. And because of you, I look. And I'd be like, yo, hold on a second. (laughs) I pull out this piece and I start stretching it. And I start unfolding it. And I start twisting it. And then they say, no, it's like a fucking one and a quarter fucking raw backwards. I'm like, yo, this is perfect. Roll up this. Bang! Yo, bro, there was one stretch where I was opening packs of backwards. And I was getting like double backwards. Ooh, those double are the best. Backwards. Yo, double backwards. You ever get the coveted triple? Yeah. 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 Y
once a you, you, you gotta you gotta do the lottery that day. You yo, know, listen to me. I I videoed it, man. I have it on video. Like yo, not one, not, but three backwards <laughs> at one time. Yo, and I rolled three nice blunts out. Yo, I saw the backwards guys. The backwards guys blessed me that day, bro. Yo, they blessed me that day, bro. Trust me. Straight blessed. I was blessed. I have one more question I want to ask before we get to our break. Right? And then we're going to get into And the Kamigar is still burning. Kamigar what time is it now, Friday? It's 11.09. 11.09, we go to puff that at what? 11.30, we lit that? 11, what, what time was it? What time did we light this? That's what I'm trying to figure out what time we lit it. We're going to have to go back in the taste. So it's probably like, it's been burning for like half hour. This, this thing's stupid. So my question is, and I was completely off of the whole edibles and all that, back to the comedy stuff. As an Asian gentleman, like Filipino, right? Sorry. What are the struggles of Asian comics in this c- comedy game, like breaking through? Because you don't see a lot of Asian comics on stage, bro. Um, like I don't see a bunch of Chinese comics all over the place. No, I, it's true. Like, well, Asians in general are are Asians in general are underrepresented in most art forms, or sports. Mm. Like in North America in general, like Asians aren't anywhere. Mm. Like we're the we're the last to be seen in anything and everything. And I understand because being in Asia, to like fuck everything Western, mm. like fuck Western philosophy. We're in the East. This mm. is how we do our things out here. Right, right, right. You right. don't see a whole bunch of immigrants in all these places. It's just like. China, it's a bunch of Chinese people. Taiwan, yeah. Taiwan, a bunch of Taiwanese people. Mm. You know, and then if you're there, it's a bunch of expats just teaching and fucking working for them. Right. You know? Would you go back? I would. Taiwan's fucking awesome. So like, so it was a blessing and like, a curse. Yeah, it was not even one bit of a curse. Not even close. So like, do you one hundred percent blessing? Do you feel that you have to like, like? What kind of different things do you guys do you feel like you'd have to do to like get into the to break into like let's say television? Well, for me, I look at it as an advantage because mm. there's not really many people that do it. Right, I feel right. like one of the guys that can, fuck, there's more opportunity, right? Yeah. Because they're waiting for somebody to be able to do it. So, like, if you're at an audition, do you bump into the same guy all the fucking time? No, not really. There's some there's some guys I know go for the same shit. Mm. But that's like typical Asian dudes. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I've played parts with like I played like Samoan looking like native man mm. with this fellow comic named Ryan Muglinub who were two Filipino guys. And then <coughs> for American Pie Beta House I had to play uh, Vietnamese gambling terrorist. <laughs> that was the that was the fucking title of the character I played. Right. And I was like, okay. And I go I go on set, and everybody else that was playing the same thing weren't Vietnamese. Mm. All of us were fucking different Asians from different Asian com- uh, countries. Vietnamese. No one was Vietnamese. That's crazy. So the director's like, all right, guys, just start screaming things and screaming Asian things. Start speaking Chinese. I'm like, wait, what? I thought we we're Vietnamese. He's like telling us to scream Asian things. So just... In Whatever. Fact, bro, I was kind of like floored by this. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to fuck around with them. So we're all like screaming, like pretending to bet. 
And they're like, just start screaming anything, anything that sounds like anything close to anything Asian. And I'm right, like, right. I'm screaming, Hadouken! 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 Like, if you hear closely in, in in this scene in American Pie Beta House where they're doing Russian roulette with a horse sperm gun. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. In the mouth. Russian roulette in the mouth. Okay. Oh, sperm gun. Horse sperm. We're, like, you, you can fairly wow. hear me screaming Street Fighter moves in the background. <laughs> you need to sample that. See, that's some fucked up shit. You need to sample that shit, man. Um, let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll get into our hip-hop tea. There's a, a few things I want to discuss as far as the teaage. And, uh, yeah. Big Norm in a motherfucking building. Yeah. PK Herc and a fucking Kanagar and the Squid Eye. Yeah. World's Most Smoked Out Podcast. True. If you feel like your sock game is getting kind of boring, you know what I mean? Wearing that same old out-of-the-package eight eight in a pack sock packs man you need to step your sock game up check out my people at six socks toronto if you want to know how to get onto them check them out on twitter or instagram at reed underscore craig that's r-e-i-d underscore c-r-a-i-g six socks toronto that's what's up bada boom bada bing and let's get this music playing we got something special going on here for um Oh man. Or return back into the. Gotta get some, some music running today. Special things. So, the eulogy today on um, our hip hop team. You know what I'm saying? A eulogy? Yes. Who died? Today, we are gathered. For the passing of Nicki Minaj's career. Oh, oh Nicki, Nicki. Bye bye. That's what happened. We once loved her in such songs as um, Monster, Kanye West, the bar that she had there. We loved videos such as Anaconda, where we watched with volume not playing. That booty. Goddamn booty. And then there was a time when Nikki got stingy. Stingy Nikki. Okay, what are you setting up? What are you setting up here, Freddy? And then Remy Ma came along and fucking crashed her whole fucking career, bro. So the reason I say that um, Nikki Minaj's career is 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 on the dying slope. She's sitting in the in the morgue right now. Is from the fucking summer jam, yo. You didn't see that summer jam? No, I didn't. I don't I'm not up to date, man. Hey, see, I was thinking that this was an old topic, and mm. like, I'm like, no, no, nowadays. no. It wasn't because of Sheether. So what happened? That's what I'm talking about. Sheether. Okay, so let's bring some context to Sheether. Just made it back on the show. Here we go. Okay, so Sheetha was actually the first episode that we did of this fucking show. Sheetha was the first fucking week of this show. For yeah, when I first fucking was like, yo, let's have this fucking podcast, I woke up and the Sheetha album, the Sheetha record happened. And I was like, holy shit. Sheetha was seven minutes, and that seven minutes lasted seven weeks. And yeah. now we're on week 18, and here we go again. All right. Now, 
it was supposed to be done because Nikki took her shots back with the fucking no frauds. That's what Drake and um Drake and uh, Wayne. Wayne. And that was sana sana, right? But the beef was supposed to be done. Remy was like, whatever, we should, you know, women need to come together, all this beef shit is dead. Two Chains drops, or album is dropping just now, there's previews that's Trap. Right? Um, pretty Girls like uh, Love Trap Music. That's what it's called? Yeah. That's why it's all pink? Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be sick, oh, okay. I can't wait to hear that shit. Yo, I, yo I've grown to like Two Chains. I'm mm-hmm. on front. Shout At first, I couldn't, I wasn't, I didn't understand why everybody liked 2 Chains, but then I actually sat down and listened to myself some 2 Chains. Chain got bars. Titty Boy. Yeah. yeah, he does his thing. Chain got bars. Hair weave killer, but <laughs> he um he had you know a track. We're here fucking just going to work like an edible. <laughs> he had a track <laughs> with Nicki Minaj, and Nicki Minaj takes some shots at Remy on the track, saying "fucking papoose." Oh, she probably she had some backup. Yeah, she wasn't done, right? Remy was done, but Nicki wasn't done. So boom. So Nicki brought us some old shit. Remy does the fucking summer jam. Summer jam's a big fucking thing. Yes, we know about summer jams. Right? A lot of careers got ended in summer jam. Don't let me put you up on that summer jam screen. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> uh, so not just she didn't put her on the summer jam screen. What she okay. did, she bought out. You know, what? I can. You know, what? I'm on my shit right now, fam. Yeah, pop we, up some. Let's let me see pop something. some video up on y'all niggas. Quick, you know what I'm saying? Quick footage. We don't need it for the camera, just let us see it. Let y'all niggas see what the fuck happened. They're not feeding the lips. Watch it, watch, watch it. She brings up. She brings up. Remy Ma, okay? Brings up fucking Young M.A. first. Okay? They had a track together. She was on a remix. Yeah, the remix. Okay. Brings up Young M.A. Brings up Cardi B. Brings up the Queen B. Hey! Oh! Hey! Hold on, let me bring this shit around for my life. Okay? Brings up the Queen B. Now she brings up more people. Yo, she brings up the brat. Oh, she brings up the Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. She brought light. Rod Digger. Rod Digger. Oh, shit. She late. Oh, shit. from that yeah okay what can she do because after she did all of that then she performed sheeper 
<laughs> then she performed Sheether oh. and put the bitch up on the Summer Jam screen. Oh, no. She threw up on the Summer Jam screen? Yeah, yeah she threw up on, she had like little memes and stuff, because that's what you could do these days. She didn't have like dirt that she could have. Yeah, well, basically, Jay-Z did like the first meme without really knowing he was doing a fucking meme. When he threw Prodigy up there in the fucking ballerina shit. You understand what I'm saying? He just didn't know enough to put some words over that bitch. Because then he could have fucking copyrighted the nigga. I started this meme shit, nigga. Yeah, yeah. You understand what I'm saying? No, but that to me... That was basically leaving somebody. Yeah. You guys, you been, you, if you've been put on a summer jam, summer jam screen, that's the equivalent of being made into a meme. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not even the summer jam screen that you brought up every relevant... Oh, female MC from female MC foundation to show the unity of all the female MCs that you ain't united with. <laughs> Until all she was missing was yo yo. All she was missing was yo yo. Right? Yo yo yo. Mary J. Blige. Yeah, Mary J. Like Mary she's R and B. You know, we're talking hip hop. The brat. Oh, the brat. I'm the brat said that she was doing some tour, something. You know, the brat would have been there if the brat could have been there. Lauren Hill. Yeah, but Lauren Hill, you know, Lauren Hill. Bahamadia. Oh, my God, um, but th- these these are all um fucking missy nonchalant down, stop this five o'clock in the morning where you gonna be big fucking track yo you know what i'm saying if anything and you have somebody checkmated you got somebody on the fucking ropes this is the move oh it's chess not checkers motherfucker i've been planning this shit for a week but here's the thing like that was a big move oh, let it go up friday like that was a big move in terms of like performance wise, but how long will that last? Because that's a moment in time. It's not like a song or anything. Well, the thing like, with Sheether, Sheether had his legs kind of cut because of uh, freestyle. It's so long though. It's like seven minutes, man. It's fire. Seven minutes of headshots. It's like ne- unnecessary headshots too. It's like, damn nigga, you killed her already. And he just ran up and just overkilled the body. Like just ran up and emptied the clip, reloaded, emptied the clip, reloaded, emptied the clip and said, you know what? Take a headshot. Mm. Bam! I'm done with you. Can Nikki come back from this? Does it matter? No, because that's the whole thing. Her fans will still be loyal to her. Mm. She well, gotta, yeah, what you gotta understand, yeah. What you gotta understand is like Nicki Minaj goes beyond hip hop. Mm. Like yeah, you could say, oh, she's is she hip hop or hip queen of hip hop or is she hip hop or hip hop? Oh, she's hip hop one hundred percent. Right, she's crossed over to hip hop. Mm. Not many people can, but she's she's one of the few. Okay, well, I don't know, man. I feel like that one right there, she might have to go get some ghostwriters, man. Straight goods, straight goods. Um, I have another. Nick, video Nikki will win regardless because she's got Drake and Wayne. That's all it is. Drinking Wayne beats fucking Papoos and Fat Joe any day. And you know what? At the end of the day, the only thing she could do is stop her new money. But the old money that she made can't be taken away. So. She can't. She can't affect like that. Like that. She can buy it. Oh, the sucker punch! Bang! Yeah, hit like a freight train. Let's do that again. Extendo, whatever it's from, triple extendo. What's his name? Friday? Extension. Uh, Extension. Yeah, he got sucker punched. And the man tried to come on the ground talking about oh, some gangbang shit, Nick. <laughs> that nigga took a good, yo, watch, yo, too many gonna slow mo that shit. Ah, uh, yo. <laughs> Yo, the man 
just out like this, holding the mic, eh? Yo, he's down like this, holding the mic. Yo, if you watch him, he's on the floor holding the mic still, like. So, yeah. I just had to watch it like five times. Yo, I mean, do you see the explanation clip that he posted? Oh, some gang shit from San Fran or some shit like that. These niggas thought, you know, they rushed me to pay the doorman, but didn't go the way they expected. Blah, say, blah. Pull up, nigga, pull up. Mm. So, Rob Stone is the people who they say is responsible. Like, you know how they say Al-Qaeda is responsible for this, uh, for this attack here or whatever? Mm-hmm. Uh, Al-Qaeda claims responsibility <laughs> for this one. It's, it's Rob Stone's crew. Rob Stone is a young boy, basically the same age as these motherfuckers. From, Rob Stone, Rob um, Stone, I heard that name before. He's from out there, he's from the West Coast. From Sacramento. Is that the the Chill Bill? No, that's not the Chill that's Bill. That's the Chill Bill. Man. The Chill Bill, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I knew yeah. I heard that shit before. That Chill Bill have track you ever is heard pretty this cool too. Okay, Yo, the Chill, I the chill Bill it. track. It's pretty dope. Yeah, I because I, I, I hear I heard it. All right, then there's a remix to it too, like a West Coast remix. Okay, because I follow up. I'm pretty sure interviews with the kid. Yeah, but I don't listen to the kid's music. Yeah, no, that, that that track is pretty dope still. And you know who XX stands on this? Yeah, I heard I heard about him. Yeah, that's the kid who wanted the pine drinks, mom. All this bullshit. Yeah, he was actually on the freshman cover. Um, that's yeah, that doesn't mean shit nowadays. That don't mean shit. That's bro. the new thing that's, that's going around on the news right now. Like, do you guys care about? Do you guys know anybody who was on the freshman cover? No. Um, I stopped looking at Double XL and Source. Probably like I, the last time I looked at them was like. The Eminem, Double XL, like. So what's that like? Two thousand nine. Yeah, like the, when Eminem and Fifty Cent, like the aftermath, and those guys were like mm. saying "fuck Source." Mm-hmm. It was Double XL versus. Yeah, because it was Benzino, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, yeah. Eminem versus Benzino, Benzino yo. Right? Fuck yeah. Benzino, Double XL thing, that so, bro. So you don't even fucking do, like a lot of people don't care about that cover. That's like. Nobody even cares about the, any other issues until that fucking cover comes around. And no, you know what's going on with these magazines now? What what makes them relevant again is the 10, 15, 20, 25 year anniversary of covers. Like the death row cover. Like that's what's going to make that shit old. Yeah, this year, this year is going to be the 20th anniversary mm-hmm. of that infamous death row cover. Or... This one, when it was when these guys that all went to jail, just touched road. Mm. I have that Source magazine still with all the hip-hop man's face with their fucking mug shots on the cover. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, and then yeah. they came forward now, the man them are all, most of them touched road or they passed or some of them are still in jail. But they, you know, like, that was the thing to, like, make that magazine and the cover relevant so, again. So basically only, like anniversary episodes or like some special occasion is when we give a fuck about the double xl <laughs> is the source even around anymore no they're i think they're all digital i don't even know if they print physical copies anymore maybe you have to order that shit okay yeah mm-hmm. um here i got some i got one more piece of oh you gotta go okay okay i don't want to hold max excuse me so that happened um Amber Rose pussy pics. Uh, what are we doing? Amber Rose with fucking Afro fucking so she did what 1960s fucking porn stash. It's the lady of rage of fucking pussy hairs. <laughs> so are we into the bush or are we like non-bush? I'm, I'm That's my question. I mean, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm all about clean, 
non-smelling pum pum. So as long as it don't stink when you're fucking it, I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? You want to shave it however you want. Like, yo, I seen, you know, that commercial where the ladies, they got the fucking thing and they go in front of the bush. I'm like, yo, this is one of the most illest commercials I've ever seen on TV. Like, what the hell's going on here? They're Fuck fucking, what's going on? They're too hot? No, no, I was just trying something. Mm. Oh. Well, so she yeah. basically broke the internet on. She didn't break shit. She broke. She the made a. Internet. She made a fuss with her fucking pussy with an afro and a headlock. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? She tried to do something like that. Kim, basically, like Kim Kardashian kind of bullshit antics. Mm. You know what I'm saying? With that fucking Photoshop, not Photoshop, but that fake ass that she has. You know all these fake asses. So Ambrose, like, you know what? I I, I can't fake my pussy. But I can I can cover it up with hair and make it look real shiny and nice and oil up and act like I'm empowering women. But no, bitch, you're not empowering women. Yeah, so basically that's what it was. It was like advertising that's not empowering. For the that's not empowering at all. Why not though? Nah, man, you just that's the wrong <coughs> message you're sending to these little girls, bro. You can do other shit to be empowering. You don't have to sit there with your pussy out the door to gain power. So well, that's the thing. She's her whole thing like with walk is. I should be able to you know show slut my body. You know what slut shaming came from, right? Yeah. So you know where slut shaming came from, right? Well, I think other it came women. From no, it came from other women. Slut shaming came from other women. Oh, she's a slut. I don't want to be like that girl. She's a slut. Mm. That's where slut shaming came from. <coughs> and the men were like, "Yeah, she's a slut. Who cares? We like sluts." You hey. know what I'm saying? Well, the thing is also, she's I mean, like, I'm just speaking for myself. <laughs> I'm not I, I, I'm, at the same time I have my views right I, I don't think that that's bringing a whole bunch of fucking up is that positive women. is it positive publicity or negative publicity towards women like do you want your daughter if you have a daughter being like yeah I got Amber that picture of Amber Rose on her wall like yeah that's my fucking role model right there no I, 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 that's not something I want to see if I had a daughter or your son. Well, your son, you know, your son's on a different vibe when he has that on as well. But like, at the same time, she's good at promoting her own events. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with promoting, but she could have done something totally different. She'd have to be out the door with her pum pum fronts. You understand? Mm. Well, you know what? <laughs> she looked good as a motherfucker. Yeah, I'm not saying she didn't look good. I'm not saying her body's hella fucking nice. I'm just saying she could have done something else. Yeah. She could have used the platform way better. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, she got, she did what she wanted. She got platform. People are talking about her. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But it's like, you could have did so much other things. Like your son has to look at that and one day be like, yeah, yeah that's my mom. That's my mom. That's, but like, then look at, look at Madonna. Look at yeah, Madonna. but I understand that shit too. But Madonna, is she out there showing her fronts? Yeah. She was showing her fronts? No, Madonna's been going. Yo, remember when she did the fucking threesome with fucking Naomi Campbell and yeah, Big Daddy Kane, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that time. <laughs> so like, but it's still, but it's like, that time, okay, yeah, I understand. But it's still, I don't know. That no. threesome shit, I just don't, I don't know. I'm kind of, the way that I see it, like, mm. from, from an objective point of view, like, I feel... That's just her way of trying to raise awareness about the movement that she's trying to push, which is the slut-shaming walk, right. you know? Or the, the slut walk, is what it's called? Yeah, slut, slut walk, walk. yeah, it's a slut walk. Right? And she's on her, like, fourth annual or something like that, is what they're saying. And it's like, it's... 
and it's a it's a common argument between you know women and their anger towards the double standard of you know, men oh, being sure. you know being the hero yeah, and being the whole you know and like I'm trying to think of what's the male equivalent of that of being a slut no the male what would be the male equivalent of what Amber Rose just did sending a dick pic <laughs> is that what it, is that what it do? That's like no, the no. equivalent would be a picture of like I don't know one of these football player motherfuckers, but standing with like his dick out, but you can't really see his dick. Dick in a box. Well, I was gonna say D'Angelo. How does it feel? Okay. Yeah. That's the that's, 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 that's the best example. But because it was a dude, double standard. So you yeah. could stand there like that and... If a girl was to stand there like that, people are like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, no. Put, put something well, on. Erica Badu naked. You know? But that the song, Erica Naked? Well, when Erica Badu did it, they call it art. Right? That's, that's, what about that, right? When Erica Badu does it, they call it art. When Amber Rose does it, she's a slut. Right? And that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? So it, I never said she was a slut. I just said she could have done something better. No, no, not you, but like I'm just clarifying that. There's a yeah, lot yeah. of people out I, there. I, I'm not saying I didn't like the picture. Shit, hey. I, I I double tap that shit on Instagram. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> What's crazy is Instagram. You know, no, I agree with you. I would never show that to my daughter if I had a daughter. I would never show. It's that not something that like you know like. Well, that's the thing. It's like, not. I don't. Slut, I feel the slut shaming part goes for people of age, obviously. Mm. But then it does it. It is something that affects kids under adult age too, so. Yeah, like she has a lot of young fans, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what the fuck she did. Let's see here. Um, Taxstone. Taxstone, I heard an interview with Taxstone. You know who Taxstone is? Who the hell is Taxstone? You don't know who Taxstone is? Oh nah. man, is my hip hop team not um, falling on um, people who know what the fuck's going on out here? Who the hell is Taxstone? Taxstone was a, a, a podcaster who you guys will know who Taxstone is when I bring the story full circle Taxstone is a podcaster who out of New York City out of Brooklyn who was getting a lot of notoriety he was doing getting a lot of waves Charlemagne put him on um, you know he's, he's getting a lot of, he had an episode with fucking Meek Mills he's the one who got the Meek Mills interview after all of the fucking hoopla that went down with him and Drake you know what I'm saying um and then he got into a confrontation with Troy Ave in the fucking Irving Plaza. Shots were fired. Oh wow. Troy Ave's bodyguard was killed. And Troy Ave got hit and he sent back some shots to wow. Bada Boom Bada Bing. Um, a few months later, they, they come and grab active. They come and grab Taxstone. They get an active. Lock his ass up. And now Taxstone is, is For what, murder? He's, yeah, he's facing wow. whatever or conspiracy or whatever the fuck they've charged him with. But I heard an interview with him yeah. from jail finally, because he has a podcast. His podcast has been done. Dab. I'm done with that. R two's R two's um charged ready to roll. You know what I'm saying R two are fucking silent partner. Our silent fucking host oh, in the building. That side close is ready anytime. Let's do it. Let's go fucking dab, man. You know what I'm saying. Okay, what we do our okay dab, so be careful oh, because these rigs are very expensive. So we like to this first. Okay. First things first. Let's just uh, clear some space. Okay. So we have nothing obstructing our fucking damage. And while we're doing that, I, I, I want to bring up another topic okay. here. All Eyes on Me, Tupac movie, is about to drop this Friday. Y'all ready for on this? On his shit? birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all ready for this? Fellow Gemini. 
Yeah, I think I, I'll go check it out. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of I mean, I'm looking forward to it the same way I was looking forward to the Biggie movie, which mm. was like... Uh, Biggie movie was crap. I like, I, I like the NWA movie. Woo! I, I, was, I knew that one was going to be good. <laughs> I like the NWA movie straight. I won't lie. So you're not seeing it on the level that the NWA movie is going to be. You're seeing it on the level that the Biggie movie is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just because they hired the same guy that played Biggie in the Biggie movie to play Biggie in this two. Are you serious? Oh, so they got Gravy. Gravy. He's reprising his role as Biggie Smalls. Yeah, boy. I did not know that. All right, so we got some live rounds in here. Yeah, and Benny Boone. Here you go, Daddy. You you know how to dab. So yeah. Um, hold on a second. Let's just spin it around because it's extremely hot. So don't touch that. You know better. Dab life. There you go, sir. Live rosin. Live rosin from Toronto Organic, our sponsor. Jeez, I'm the fucking champ, eh? Smoke storm, bro. Holy. It's a smoke show. I'm impressed. You got all of that rosin, rosin. You don't fucking goodness. play. Ah, uh, how you feeling, Norm? Ah, uh, thumbs up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, the, the barber is in since I fucking had my tooth yanked. So here we go. There it is, class to the list. Live rosin, baby. Like a champ. Okay, my turn. Like a champ. Birthday dad, what time is it? What time is it? What time is it? It's 11.55. You still got five minutes. Oh, I got five minutes left before my birthday's done. So let me get a birthday dad. Happy birthday. Respect you. Thank you, brother. Yeah, man. Oh, Happy birthday to you. Dabbing on him. Made it right on time. Dabby wabby oh. Hey. Watch for it. Stop it, honey. Bang. There we go. There it is. <coughs> My lungs are weak. Cheers. <coughs> oh, man. That's what's up. We here. So uh, I only got like one more fucking topic to bring up. Conor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather, August 26th. Either or. I can't wait to see it. August 29th. Both of them lose. 26th. 26th, 2017. It's going to happen. The paperwork signed. A waste of time. Predictions, gentlemen. Predictions. Predictions. 
somebody is gonna look like a fucking idiot. Yeah. Mm. I don't think Mayweather's gonna. Somebody's gonna look like a fucking idiot. <coughs> Can't wait. I don't care. If it's Conor McGregor, yes, I fucking hate you, Conor McGregor. If it's Mayweather. Fuck yes, long live Pacquiao. You know what I mean? Well, so they're both hated. So basically, either one of whoever gets their ass kicked, fucking both is what y'all is what Norma say. Mayweather has more to lose. Who do you think is gonna win? This is what I want to know from you. Guys. I got I got Mayweather because it's just your simple boxing. Connor's Connor's walking into his arena. Yeah, this mm. is something he's training. It's a boxing match. It's not an MMA life. fight. It's a boxing match. Yeah. You know? So like he can fucking pick him up, push him around, get him in headlocks. Yeah. And you know, like as much as I hate like I hate Floyd as well, but like <coughs> like for Connor if it was vice versa, like if the roles were switched and it was in his octagon, I got Connor taking it hundred percent. Oh for sure. Okay, okay. You know? But if if Floyd does get knocked the fuck out, I'll be like, ha, there goes your like best record ever and you went yep. to some MMA punk, so yeah, yeah. we'll so, see what happens. You oh, got for the dollar bill, yo. Joey got Mayweather, John LaBarba, who you got? Um, I'll take Mayweather just because, I don't know, I've never bet against him and I've always won. Mm. Every time I bet on Mayweather, I've always won. Especially during those Oscar de la Hoya giants and mm. fucking, uh, who's that other guy? The Irish guy with the chin, he's got a nice... Picky Ward. No, the, no. Other, the other guy, uh... Oh, oh, um, fucking, oh, Ricky Hatton. Hatton. Mm. I was gonna say the only reason I, I remember that was because Jada like, Kiss. Oh my god, Hatton has a chance, and I'm like, fuck, are you kidding me? You never bet against God, but <laughs> like that guy was in that weight class. No man, he's too ill. And Herc, who you got? Mayweather. So it's Mayweather all around. I will actually, you know what? I want to say, yeah, I got to say Mayweather, but I'm also gonna say, yo, Connor has a fighting chance. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's got a punching chance, like mm-hmm. a puncher's chance. So. I know, like, maybe I was probably just going to counter and dance around him, whatever, but, yeah, my blackness won't let me go against him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, fuck him. Let's wrap it up. Um, Norm, what you got coming up next? Canada guy's still burning, though. Woo! What you got She's still up? going strong. Oh, my God. This is the greatest thing ever. Thank God for this Canada guy. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, um, I'll be hosting, or not hosting, headlining the Nubian Night at Yuck Yucks, mm. Richmond Street. Longest comedy show running in Canada past 22 years. Nice. Shout outs to Kenny Robinson. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'll be headlining that. Let's be around the comedy circuit doing my thing. I'm going to be pulling up... Uh, Doing, I'll be doing a fucking co- uh, weed comedy show soon. So yeah, the last one was fire. What was the last one called again? Manila Munchies. Manila Munchies. Awesome Munchies. Awesome show. All the comedians were funny. They all killed it. It was fucking awesome. Nice, nice. And, and you could smoke while the show was going on. It was a marijuana friendly event. So yes, you're smoking eating weed, weed, eating weed. Fucking laughing, yeah. jamming, dancing. It was an awesome. People. It was a good venue. I had fun. Right? I had fun. Incognito hidden in the back sheets yeah. of Queen and Ossington. Like, yeah, it was it was nice. Nice, nice. It was a good venue. And uh, where I can will they, be at the next one. And uh, where can they find you? Social media. Uh, they can find me somewhere <laughs> walking in Parkdale. <laughs> bang, uh, bang. Scarborough, Markham, and Eglinton. Maybe like... Scarborough Town Center in the food court. 
you know, one, two man to walk. <laughs> so you say thing, bro. Yeah. Mm. Maybe a warden station copying a beef patty by on the go. Or, you know. But social media wise. We're oh, social media wise. <laughs> um, at warden station beef patty crumbs. <laughs> uh, no, sorry. At the big norm show. And, uh, yeah, at the Big Norm Show or even on Facebook, just look up Big Norm. My name will pop up. Google me, but uh, don't dig too deep. I'm embarrassed of some things that I still have online, and I don't know how to take them down. (laughs) Just being honest with you. Don't worry, I've already found them, you know what I'm saying? Uh, The Freight Digger Friday. Fuck. P.K. Herc, social medias. Uh, you know me. It's SSC underscore Hayhurst underscore PK on Instagram. That's the only platform that I use for social media. I have a Twitter. I tweet like once every year. <laughs> Bill, let's talk. So that's the only time I'll tweet. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, like I said, Instagram. Follow your boy. Look out for the news. You know, shout out the sponsors. You know, Toronto Organics. Organics. You know what I mean? Shout out Beast Mode. Shout out Big Norm. Shout out Joe the Barber. Shout out Joey. Shout out Friday, aka Ricky Dread, aka Too Many Fucking AKAs for me to say right now. And then, yeah, there you go. You got the man himself. Um, Friday. Get at us at We Love Hip Hop Toronto. That's on Instagram as well as on Twitter. Oh, that's me right here. Um, on Instagram as well as on Twitter, as well as hit me up on my website Friday, aka Ricky Dread. That's D I E D. Or get at me at all my social medias at Friday Ricky Dread. That's D I E D. Um, rate, review, subscribe to the YouTube channel. That's YouTube.com/slash Friday Ricky Dread. And get at us on iTunes. Fucking what is it? Spotify, yo, all that shit, man. All that yo, shit. fam. Yo, bring the camera over. Sound yo, fam. We still have the socks that give way. No, nobody wants yo, damn socks. Shout out six socks. Yo, nobody wants the, the the socks. If you can name the extra <coughs> socks, you win all the socks. You don't win the Jordan pillow. Jesus Christ. you win all the socks. And if you can name the socks that Friday was wearing when Dank was here. <laughs> what is it? Uh. You don't. There you go. There's your clue. That's your clue. If you want the socks, it's summertime. Log one. You know what I'm saying? Sliders and ankle socks. Yo, so we out, man. It's the world's most smoked out podcast. We love hip hop. Yeah, shout out Boreheads too. Boreheads in a motherfucking building. Boom. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs>